Welcome to episode number 69 of the Roll Up Podcast, the official podcast of Phil Singer Games. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Roll Up, the official Phil Singer Games podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Fain. And I am joined this week by the team. We're all here, maybe not for long, but for now, we're all here. Mike Molesky and Todd Dorschel. Todd, how are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah, I had a great uh, two weeks there, and uh, now we're paying the price for it. Ain't that the truth. Mike, how are you? Well, you know, Sam, I'm doing well. I'm doing very well. And uh, I just, everybody out there needs to know what a trooper you are. You're playing injured tonight. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I am. I am, which is why I probably won't be here long. Uh, as you can probably tell, I, I'm under the weather. Uh, I've caught I've caught the bug. Um, uh, the jury's still out on, on, on the exactitude of this and the magnitude of it. But uh, I, I'm, I'm recovering, I think. Um it's definitely been a long couple of days. Uh, it seems that the kiddos are, are a little sick as well, which is the worst part of it all. Um, my wife, uh, ever the Iron Woman, is uh, just, you know, walking around like uh, it ain't no thing uh, and, and working. Uh, she's actually, I think she's literally working right now. Um, so when she's not, you know, taking care of the kids and making sure that I don't fall down into a, a, a black hole of, whatever uh uh she's uh back at it at the home office making sure that the the bank doesn't collapse um so yeah it's best that somebody else start talking or i'll just start <laughs> rambling in some sort of fever dream um no you know what uh okay so let's get to it we obviously we had galacticon we've got a lot of content from galacticon that we'll push out uh but we had the tragos and thez hall of fame induction ceremony and weekend just this past weekend in waterloo iowa which was such a blast and unfortunately the site of of contagion for me um but we wanted to i think devote the bulk of this episode to talking about that um so uh, i'll kick it over to you first mike uh just you know in short um talk a little bit about the weekend uh maybe maybe your highlights Uh oh i can't hear you <laughs> oh no we're having technical difficulties so at the risk of me having to do too much editing since I don't feel that great, I'm going to throw it over to Todd and let Todd talk in brief about his experience at the Hall of Fame in Waterloo and some of his highlights. And hopefully Mike will be back with us soon. Well, uh, yeah, so Waterloo was great. I mean, the, I know uh, Mike was at it last year, uh, you know, but uh, this was my uh, first go around at the uh, at the Hall of Fame, and yeah, didn't know what to expect. Uh, I know you, uh, you and I made the the long trip from well, not too long, but a decent decent trip from uh, uh, Chicago. Four hours, Chicago. Yeah, four four hours from Chicago to Iowa. Um, you know, it's always fun to do a road trip there. Uh, you know, I usually used to do that for Galacticon every year. So this is kind of the replacement one for that, which was pretty neat. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah just, uh, you know, overall highlights, I think just cool. Just kind of seeing the hall of fame itself. Um, just, you know, just kind of seeing, you know, learning a little bit about Dan Gable, 
kind of, you know, seeing some of the artifacts that they have there. Uh, and then, you know, just get, getting to kind of, you know, meet, meet Troy uh, Peterson in person was kind of neat. Uh, you know, just get all the uh, energy that guy has is great. Um, and then, um, you know, just, just everything the whole weekend was just fun. Just, you know, hanging out at the hall, uh, seeing the IPW show in person. Uh, and then the banquet was just wonderful. Just some of the, the speeches there and everything. I mean, just overall, I, I, it was such a good time and yeah, just uh, just doing everything hall related was 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 the highlight. Yeah, um, I agree with a lot of that. Uh, let's see if we have Mike back with us. Mike, I don't know. Can you hear me? Yay! Sure. Hey, technology Ooh, works. Technology uh, works. <clears throat> so yeah, what are your what were your uh, kind of just uh, quick shots on uh, on TNT weekend? Well, first off, I think it's a great weekend. Anybody who's been there will tell you it's one of the most sort of down to earth. Yeah wrestling events you can be at um it's it's very i'll I'll use the word intimate you know that that you're you're interacting with people in a very informal way it's not just like a big long line and then you say hi to you you get your you know 10 seconds for someone to sign and then you're moved on um you're seeing people in the hotel lobby you're talking to them you run into them on the street you're i mean it's, it's a lot a lot of uh good friendly interaction um you know, to, talking to uh, the Rotundas that who have been around the business for decades, and uh, Stephanie Rotunda has been around it her whole life. Her dad right. being Blackjack Mulligan, um, she said it. She'd never seen anything like it before. So I think that's as good a testament to the weekend as any. Um, I think it's great, I mean, and then to have the IPW guys thrown in. I mean, those guys are awesome. I will just say, um, if they're out there listening. Uh, it was great seeing you guys perform. It was great hanging out with you before you performed, after you performed um, the whole weekend. Um, and all I will say is if you've never seen big picture with a captain's hat on his head and a backwards <laughs> and a uh, boom box on his shoulder playing party in the USA, you haven't lived. <laughs> no, yeah, this is true. True. Add to that the fact that both he and James Jeffries are taking flat back bumps on the like hard tile floor of the bar after the show was was also pretty priceless. Don't 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 forget though that when he did that, the whole bar put their hands in the air and sang the song with picture too. That, that's, that's right. The other, you know, yep. uh, present company excluded, of course, we never would have done that. We just were observing. <laughs> that's right. I have right. I have video evidence. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was a pretty. Yeah. It was a pretty cool moment. I mean, those guys. It's definitely a really cool family atmosphere that they have. You know, with with that whole crew. Uh, I thought, yeah, it's great, great camaraderie with everybody there for sure. Yeah, um, you know, I'll just throw in my two cents as coherently as I possibly can. But I thought that the whole weekend was fantastic. Getting there Thursday, getting the opportunity to go through the museum. You know, walking in and seeing Luthez's robe. Uh, and, you know, getting to see, uh, Bret Hart's jacket, John Pezik's robe. Like we were talking, we were like, that thing's gotta be like a hundred years old. Um, and it looked great. Uh, so the artifacts, you know, that they have in the wing kind of 
you know, permanently, semi-permanently, perhaps in some cases, uh, it's awesome. But in the case of the Hall of Fame weekend, they pull a bunch of stuff from the basement and bring that up. And man, they, they brought up some really cool stuff, some amazing pieces. Uh, Chris Owens, who's kind of an Andre the Giant super fan and, and uh, was, you know, gifted or, or, or left some things from Andre's own personal collection, uh, had just an amazing setup there uh, one of the days as well, um, and, and really focused on bringing stuff from, from Japan. So we had a lot of stuff from Japan, which, of course, you know, I was a huge mark for. Um but yeah, the accessibility, like you were saying, Mike, I mean, the fact that I, I walked out of there having, you know, really wonderful conversations with uh, Mike Rotunda and, and even more so Stephanie Rotunda, like like you were saying, like Steph, you know, she, she, she'll talk and she'll tell stories and they're amazing stories. Um, uh, James Beard, uh, um, who told one of my favorite stories uh, that I've repeated a couple of times, but for those that weren't there, uh, for Colt Cabana's Art of Wrestling Live podcast, he was asked to tell a Von Erich story. Story. And the story told is about a time that he and Carrie were in Japan and they'd gone out and they were partying, having a good time. And Carrie was hungry at the end of the night and everybody else had gone back to the hotel. It was just him and James Beard. And he's like, James, stay with me, stay with me. And, and, and they went to the restaurant in the hotel and the only thing they had was a pie. So, so Carrie like sat there, ate the whole pie. And James was like, Carrie, I'm tired. I'm, I'm going to bed. And next morning, you know, they, they, they weren't sure where Carrie was cause they rang his room. Uh, and, and, and James went and saw him and he was sleeping outside of his room, kind of like propped up in the doorway. And James kind of looked down at him and, you know, woke him up and, and it was like, what's the matter? Did you get so tired? You fell asleep in the doorway. And, uh, you know, up until this point, the crowd's kind of, you know, laughing at the story. And, uh, Jameson says, and Carrie looked up at me and he says, you know, I got back to the room and uh, I thought about being alone and I thought about David and I just couldn't go into the room. And man, you could have just you could have heard a pin, pin drop. It was uh, it, it was an incredible story and and just told in a very direct manner, you know. And when I asked him about it later, he's just like, I don't know why that story came to me. It's just it's just the first one I thought of, um, and it, just an amazing story. Uh, Joe Malenko, uh, who who actually uh, tapped me on the shoulder when I was looking at uh, Abe Jacobs' New Japan Pro Wrestling robe. And started telling me stories about Abe Jacobs, and I, I, I for the life of me, I couldn't place him because he looks, you know, he looks very different now. Um, and uh, and so I had to ask somebody after he walked away. I think it might have been Chad, and uh, they told me who it was, and I was just sort of like, oh man, I can't believe I, I got that wrong. So I actually went up to him and told him later. I was like, you know, Joe, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that that was you. And we had a great conversation, but but the opportunity to talk to you know, even if only for a few moments, you know, Jim Ross and Trish Stratus and, 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 and all the other folks that were there, uh, was, was pretty incredible. Uh, rock riddle is one of a kind. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we all got rocked that we, we got, we well, got rocked. No, I'll doubt. tell you what though. Rock got rocked by Jr. That's all I'm going to say. Jr. He is so funny. Like, you know, I mean, yes. obviously he's an entertainer. We hear him every week on television, right. That he's accomplished speaker, but, he was hilarious in his induction speech. He was on fire. And, and what a raconteur. What a, you know, with just the ability to start off a story in kind of an unassuming manner or to start off a roast as he did in an unassuming manner and tie it all together at the end. Like that takes, that takes talent. It takes skill. And it's not something that you plan. Like he didn't walk up there with a the speech. He didn't walk up there with notes. He just, he just did it extemporaneously and was brilliant. Um, 
and, and you know, and Trish, who did have a, a very prepared speech, uh, I also thought was was fantastic, you know, and I thought her speech was really well done. And I, I thought the wonderful thing about both her and Jim Ross and their speeches is they felt like calls to action for the Hall of Fame, you know, whereas JR's was like, you know, if you're not a lifetime member, why not? You know, what are you doing? Like, let's let's raise money. And Trish's was very much a call to action to, you know, keep recognizing the women in the industry and to, and to keep kind of making sure that we're not, um, you know, leaving anybody behind kind of thing. Um, and, which I thought was great because obviously you look at the hall of fame and, and, and it's a lot of men. Um, and there's space, there's space for the women in the history of the business as well. Um, and the future of the business too. But, uh, yeah, well, I think just, Sam, Sam, I think that's mm-hmm. a good, great point you raised because the hall actually used to be, you had to have an amateur wrestling background right. to be in the hall. And they actually changed the rules a couple of years ago, specifically with people like Trish in mind, who what they did for the business was amazing. And to sort of penalize them because they weren't allowed to be amateur wrestlers, right. you know, it's, they actually changed the rules. So I, I think yeah. it's, it's, um, you know, it was it was done with the best of intentions, right? The, the rules when they were set up because it was oh, sure. associated with the Dan Gable Museum and everything else. But I think that it, that was that, that obviously was an obstacle towards people getting recognized. So I think that that changed. And I mean, I, you saw um, a couple of years ago we had the Glamazon was honored, you know, right. and, and so I think this is a um, a trend that's going to continue. Yeah. 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 I, I completely agree. And uh, I look forward to seeing, you know, who's next. Um, the, uh, um, you know, one of the other great things, of course, uh, about being there is that not only uh, do you have a lot of talent involved, but kind of like we mentioned earlier with like Steph Rotunda, who has, you know, her entire life uh, in the business by way of her father and her husband and her brothers. And, you know, I mean, uh, heard some great Barry stories uh, as well um, and uh, seemed to imply that he might be there next year, which would be which would be cool. Um, but uh, uh, also, of course, the. Uh, the widows uh, of some of the greats, and um, my new best friend Charlie Thez, um is uh, <laughs> is is a trip uh, and a half to say the least. Uh, we we started conversing um, and actually spent most of our time the first t- time we spoke talking about uh, student travel uh, and the arts because she that that's what she does is, you know or, or prior to the pandemic anyway ran a student travel business for uh, music um, and and of course having worked at the opera and the ballet like. It, in group sales. That's what I, that's what I dealt with all the time. So we kind of bonded over that. And, you know, then of course, gradually we spoke more and more over the next, uh, uh, few days, uh, to the point where she blew me a kiss as she was leaving town. So I'm just saying she's my new best friend. Uh, although ideologically we are entirely different into the spectrum. <laughs> That's okay. Though. Uh, we can appreciate each other still. So. <laughs> damn right. Uh, but one of the big highlights for me too was um, speaking with Barbara Goodish. And when I saw her the first day, I remember saying, "I think it, I think it was to Chad, just saying like, I, I just you know I, I don't know what to say. I want to say something, but I don't know what to say." He was like, "You just say thank you for being here. You know, say hi." And uh, and so finally, I had the opportunity to speak to her, and I even joked with her about that. And and she she just looked at me and smiled. She put her arm on my shoulder and she said, "You just say hi." Uh, but what a wonderful, wonderful woman, and so sweet, and somebody who had every reason in the world to never want to have anything to do with professional wrestling or anything associated with the business ever, ever, ever again. And yet here she is, you know, still out there 
just telling the story, uh, sharing her memories, doing whatever she can to keep, you know, Bruiser Brody's memory alive and, uh, and thriving and doing a wonderful job of it. Um, and, and just had a lovely conversation with her. Um, she was, she was something else. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was, it was such an incredible event and, and just so many opportunities to, uh, meet people, see people speak to people. And, and of course that doesn't even begin to touch on, on the great, you know, opportunities to, to deepen friendships with people like, you know, Chad and Corey and Tim, um, and obviously you guys, uh, and Barry and, you know, and everyone else who was there in attendance to, you know, to really, um, get to know the faction, um, to spend time, you know, with Jared was just a highlight of both weekends. Um, what an incredible guy. And, and unfortunately wasn't, wasn't around for the last day. Um, but, but man, he is just stellar people and I can't wait to see him again. Um, and Iowa Oaks, what I just, it was, it was kind of serendipitous. I just happened to be in the lobby. I was actually getting ready to go get lunch for Todd and I, and I ended up stopping and having like a 20 minute conversation with him before we got rocked. And, uh, and, and then later on got to sit down and have a, a conversation, uh, again with him and just what an incredible human, such a, such a wonderful opportunity to, 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 you know, again, just to meet people, you know, not even in the business, but just a part of the fandom and, um, uh, getting to host the podcast collective was, was, it was a huge, thrill too, talking with all the other podcasters, asking questions and um, getting to meet Mick Karch and, and Chris Tubbs, the guys that do the AWA Unleashed podcast. Uh, of course, Mick, of course, was an announcer uh, for the AWA in the waning days of the promotion. Um, it was, it was wonderful. You know, one other thing that I got to do and really one of the main reasons why I wanted to hop on this podcast, even though I'm feeling a bit like garbage and we'll probably go soon is I wanted to take a moment to talk about something that happened on Galacticon, which had a direct impact on the way that I ended up spending my uh, time, a small portion of my time, uh, if you will, at at uh, the Hall of Fame, is that I was just overwhelmed by the generosity of some of the folks in our community, and in particular, there was a moment which I think you know anyone who was participating in the the, the, the live stream would have seen. So I don't feel odd about sharing this. Although to be fair, I haven't actually passed it by him, so hopefully he's okay with it. But uh, I um, was bidding on the uh, Demons of Hydra original art. And, um, you know, it was, it, the, the, the bid was kind of crawling slowly. And finally I was just like, oh, the heck with it. And so I th- threw down $250 and I said, that's my max. You know, I can't go any higher and anticipated that I would be outbid, but you know, it's okay. It was, it was the piece I wanted most. It was the thing I was willing to spend the most money on. And, uh, it went all the way up to $410 and, uh, and Grant was the one that ended up, uh, uh putting that bid down. And then immediately after winning the item, he gifted it to me. And at first I was just like, no, I can't do that. You know, I, I can't. And he's like, yes. And I thought for a second, you know, I was like, well, I could, you know, I could push back a little bit more. I could redonate the item. I could do all this sort of stuff. And I thought, you know what? No, this is a kindness. This is something that someone's doing for you, doing for the hall and, and supporting, you know, the charity. Um, just, you know, just say yes with grace and, 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 and move on. And that's what I did. And I started thinking and I was like, you know what I can do, however, is I can take that $250 that uh, I was going to spend on this and I can donate that to the hall, um, which is exactly what I did um, because I felt like that that was, you know, that was the right thing to do. And and, and it kept in the spirit of what Grant did and what he said, especially about, um, you know, anything for the hall. Um, 
and uh, you know the, the kindness also uh, of, of Kevin Butcher. Um, he, you know, gifting me an item it does not go unnoticed or unrecognized either. Just the incredible kindness of the community overall, and that kindness and, and, and that charitable instinct of the entire community resulted in us being able to donate over twelve thousand dollars to the Hall of Fame. And when I say that was the most money that was donated by any organization or individual, as far as we know, uh, this year for the Hall of Fame. It's not even a close race. Um, not that it's a race at all. You know, any amount is is, is worthy, without a doubt. Um, but it just goes to show how much how much we care, how important it is to us. And uh, and I am inspired by the, that generosity that the community has. So thank you all so much for for doing that. Thank you uh, to Grant and thank you to Kevin. Um, you know, on a personal note, that was incredibly kind of you, and I, I will not soon forget it. Um, so. That's about all I've got to ramble about right now. Uh, but uh, but before I get out of here, uh, I will I will turn it back over to my co-host real quick, um, so so that I don't just talk and run. Uh, Mike, any 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 further thoughts in particular about uh, you know the the charitable donation that we were able to make to the Hall of Fame? Well, first off, we're totally off script here. If anybody's listening, because we didn't even know Sam would be on here, so I was actually planning on saying almost exactly what you just said. Um, so I'll I'll switch it up a little and just say that I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's just live recorded podcast. Um, we're, uh, you know, I think that it really. I can tell you that it wasn't unnoticed. I know that um, you know the staff at the museum. Uh, Becca and Coach Miller, they they were thrilled with like really you know, grateful for for what this community did. Um, I had you know, uh, B. Brian Blair stopped the three of us in the restaurant and and remarked at just what a great thing the the, the Phil Singer Games community did. Um, you know, everybody, you know, the IPW wrestlers were talking to us about it, and you know, I think that. It, every each and every person, whether you gave a dollar, you gave five hundred, a thousand, whatever you might have chipped in this year, um, it meant something, and it's going to a great cause. And while Jerry Briscoe uh, wasn't there to tell me to double it next year, <laughs> um, which I was, while I was sad Jerry couldn't make it, I was glad that he didn't ask me to double it. But I think even Jerry, when he was told, was kind of blown away that we actually did it. Um, so um, I think that, you know, let's do it again next year. Let's do, let's, yeah. let's, I don't know if we're going to double it. Let's, let's bump it up again next year. Uh, right. You know, I think that, you know, we're going to try and do some things from, you know, the Phil Singer games end to, to help, you know, sort of maybe do some, hopefully do a few things that'll people find interesting and, and worthy of donations. Um, but also just, keep that in, in, in your mind and in your heart that what you did was a great thing this year, regardless of how big or small your, your contribution was. Todd, what about you? Thoughts on, on, on the donation and, you know, just maybe what's next. Yeah. I mean, it just, it, it was great to be able to do that. And I think every I think a lot of people there were just blown away uh, by, by yeah. how much, you know, we were able to do. And I, and I, you know, when last year and the, the challenge came from Jerry, you know, I was like, Hey, let's next year double. And I'm like, 
Oh, we'll do it. And, you know, and obviously I will have to say a big, huge uh, thank you also to Will Harrison and all yes, of his efforts that yes. he had too. Uh, he's a big contributor towards that that number with all the different fundraising efforts he's had. And I know he's already coming up uh, with some ideas for next year too. I mean, it's great. That guy is yeah. a machine. He yes. came up to me, at, literally we're at the banquet. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't even know if I I going up and giving the presentation. I don't think we've nope. got, Todd and I went up to give the presentation. I don't even think we've done that. And he's already telling me his ideas for how he's going to raise more money yeah. than he did this year. So, I mean, I'm, he's awesome. I think it was literally at the table before we'd even gotten dinner. Like we yeah, like just right. sat down and there were like drinks on the table and yeah. And, and he's already like plotting the future. So no, Will's, Will's awesome. Uh, and uh, I, I forgot to give him my money. I gotta, I gotta get a couple of those special cards that he had. But um, yeah, I didn't yeah. Get one either. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Of course not. Of course the not. First rule. Is- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I think it was, uh, it was incredible um, to, to just, yeah, to see kind of, you know, again, people already thinking towards next year and, and, and thinking about what we can do and, and how we can, you know, do more and. Um, it, it, it's funny because it was, it was nice to sit there when it felt like Jr. was kind of taking everyone to task, uh, to donate more money. I, I felt like our tables were excluded from that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there, there are so many great moments and, and, and I'm sure we'll have opportunity to talk a little bit here and there about them on upcoming episodes. Um, you know, the opportunity to, to pick up some new books is always a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, James Beard's book, JJ Dillon's book, B. Brian Blair's book, uh, a book on Portland wrestling or well, not just Portland wrestling, but Pacific Northwest, um, wrestling. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to cracking those. And, uh, again, spending time with everyone getting to, getting to know everyone a little bit better. Um, even, even helping out on Sunday, you know, taking tables and chairs back to the convention center and, you know, just, just the kind of the camaraderie of that was, was, was really cool. And, uh, the IPW guys are incredible. Um, you know, had, had a chance to speak one-on-one with death dealer and, uh, Bryce Jordan and James Jeffries and the big picture, uh, those four in particular, uh, and just, you know, wonderful conversations, great guys, uh, you know, great stories. Um, and, uh, uh, got a chance to talk with Mike Bennett and, you know, he hadn't, he didn't come out and he wasn't out, uh, you know, before the show or at intermission, but he came out very briefly. I, I saw him talking to Troy and I was just like, you know, I got to run over and just say hi to him real quick. And I was really glad I did. Had a great conversation with him. Um, so yeah, it, it really is kind of a one of a kind experience. And, and I, you know, if anyone thinks that they're remotely interested and they haven't been, uh, I encourage you to go to check it out, to support the hall of fame. Um, because obviously with legends of wrestling, you know, we do everything we can to help keep the memory and honor the history of the business alive. And that's exactly what the museum does. It's exactly what the hall of fame does. And, and it aligns perfectly uh, with that mission. So I, I think it's a no brainer. If you're, if you're a fan of the game, you've played legends of wrestling, Go for it. And even if you just play the indies, you'll get to see an IPW show out of it too. So um, that's all I got the fuel for, but I think Mike and Todd are going to keep going for a little bit. Um, And uh, they've got some more, more goodness in store for you. I don't even know what it is, so I won't hear it until I listen to the episode, but uh, um, thank you all so much uh, as usual for listening. And, uh, and, and thank you for understanding uh, ahead of time that uh, uh, I'm, I'm a little worse for wear right now, but I, I, I couldn't let the streak be broken.
It's good. Glad, glad to have you on, Sam. It was a nice, nice surprise to have you on here, but we'll take it from here. We got a lot to talk about still. <laughs> awesome. Well, enjoy, enjoy everyone. And uh, hopefully next week I'll be back operating in as close to full capacity as possible. Mike, Todd, take care. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Sam. Good night, Sam. 69. All right. So uh, we'll just take it from here then. Uh, so, you know, Mike, what do you say we back up a little bit? You know, sure, IPW, yeah. you know, it, uh, sorry, uh, the Hall of Fame weekend was great, but we did have a whole weekend before with a lot of stuff going on. And we kind of experienced it in two different ways. So uh, I think it'd be cool to kind of share some, uh, some of some of all that then. So, uh, you know, Galacticon was the weekend before uh, in Chicago. You were uh, back in Pennsylvania. Um, and uh, you were hoping to join, but uh, a lot of things going on right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were, I had a few things sort of going on. A couple things crop up that sort of interfered with me actually being in Chicago. So uh, I got to participate virtually, which was it was different, um, I will say. I, I, I will you know, I, it was a great experience, I think, um, for me, I think, but I will say, um, if given my druthers, I would probably pref- much prefer to be there in person. Uh, but I think it's amazing that we have this option now. Um, I remember, uh, I missed the Galacticon a few years back, um, when it was still up in Jamestown. Yeah. And I remember sitting here in my house, like with no access to anything. Right. right. I couldn't, I, I didn't. Maybe somebody posted something on the message board and you didn't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's something on the that. message board. I'm like, I'm like trying to get you to send me a copy of the, the book, you know, like, what can I do? Can I get it something? Well, I don't know. I was, it was, it, it killed me. Yeah. Um, so, so being able to, you know, you know, have the uh, COTG online cards up for folks, I guess that was the first year that they went up. I think I wound up jumping in on that. Yeah. Um, I think but, so. But, but yeah. the year I missed, but, but it was, um, I think that being able to have the cards being able, but then not just because when I got them that, that year, I could basically go on myself or I could type something on the discussion board, but it was kind of, you know, it wasn't the same as actually yeah, wasn't even the, being on a zoom and talking right. to people. Right. Um, so I, I think that, that it's been a great thing. You know, I mean, it's, I don't, I can't think of a lot of good things that come out of a pandemic. No. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, but one of them is that for, you know, people who, can't make it for whatever reason to the guy, whether it's, the, you know, financial logistics, family obligations, whatever it might be, you still can have that connection to Galacticon. And I yeah. think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's important. I think that's a great thing that we've been able to do. And, you know, for the foreseeable future, we're going to try to do as much of that as we can. Now, obviously this, I think, uh, this year we had, you know, limited pieces of, you know, both the Saturday and the Sunday, which I think worked out pretty well. Uh, we had other parts that were just, you know, just for the in-person uh, attendees, um, you know, some of the tournaments, extra tournaments and stuff like that. Um, but I think, yeah, overall, I think it worked out pretty good. And and I think everybody was able to participate uh, pretty seamlessly, at least from, from my end, for what I can kind of tell from our command central. So I hope that was the case. 
Yeah, other than Sam's microphone snafu. Other than Sam's microphone, yeah, I don't know. Which evidently was a problem on your end too, because the people in attendance couldn't hear the questions that were being asked because of the volume levels. Right. Actually, virtually we could hear the questions better than you could in person. From what that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So yeah, I think we'll have to work out. We'll have to do some more extra microphone testing before next time there. But uh, (laughs) other than that, I think that was the biggest the biggest snafu we had uh, for the virtual folks. Uh, But uh, I'll just kind of back up. So. Uh, you know, uh, you know, in person, you know, I came in, I flew into Chicago on Thursday uh, and uh, was able to meet up with a bunch of promoters there. We had uh, uh, the faction and his wife uh, uh, were there. Uh, of course, uh, met up with Zeke and uh, with uh, uh, Troy and Raven. And actually, no, they came in the next day. I uh, was sorry, uh, TK and his son, Marcus. We had, um, uh, who else was with us? Uh, and then um, uh, Chris Foster as well, C-Man, uh, joined us. And we all went and met up with Michael Brada uh, at a, you know, the first of many pizzerias I went to in Chicago uh, that week, uh, that one of Michael Brada's favorites, uh, you know, met up there and had tavern style pizza, not the deep dish. And then went over uh, to see Wrigley Field, uh, which was my first time ever going to Wrigley. Have you ever been over there, Mike? I No. Actually, no. that was oh, one man. of the reasons why I wanted to be in Chicago was to actually go to Wrigley Field with you. But yeah, no, it was it was pretty neat. Yeah, I've been to Fenway once before, which which was cool. I, yes. I don't know, I might have even enjoyed Wrigley more just because of the whole, like the whole bleacher crowd. I mean, which was an insane <laughs> kind of crowd experience there for sure. Yeah. Uh, did you go to the when, when you went to Fenway? Did they have the monster seats in yet? They had the monster seats in, yeah, at that point. But okay. I, yeah, I, I when I went, it was before the monster seats, so it was right. like like old school Fenway. Old school, but, old school. Uh, but but Wrigley, that's still on the bucket list. Yeah, so like the, the, I want to hit the big three old one, you know, the big three uh, older stadiums. Uh, I've, I've done Fenway, you know, on the East Coast. Uh, I've now done Wrigley. Uh, next up is to go to Dodger Stadium. I got to hit that one next to hit the big three. Um, but no, it was a really cool experience. We were out in the bleachers, which again was like basically a frat party in a baseball stadium. Uh, very, very, very interesting crowd for sure. Uh, by the end of the game, these two guys were a couple rows in front of us had built up a pile of beer cups. That was probably, I'd say a stack of 200 beer cups or so. I was a beer snake. That's impressive. It was, no matter where we are, that is impressive. It's very impressive. Yeah, so I posted some pictures on Facebook uh, for me there. My my, uh, my friend is like, "Are you by the beer snake?" And I'm like, and I sent him the picture, like, "We're right here," because I guess he was watching it on on TV, and and they were they were showing that, uh, which I I have to think is not the first time that that's happened uh, in, in the bleachers there. So just yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. But uh, overall, really cool for me, maybe less so uh, for the faction who is a Cubs fan as the Mets uh, throttled the Cubs eight to nothing. Uh, We left after a Pete Alonzo two run home run in the eighth. He's like, I think at that point, everyone had enough and, you know, we took back off. But it was really, really cool to be able to do that. Perfect, perfect night for baseball. Uh, the Friday, we had a couple more folks came in. I think a lot of the same group there uh, came together. Uh, and then we also were joined by uh, Troy and Raven and uh, maybe a few others. We we hit uh, Pequod's Pizza, which is uh, one of the uh, well-known Chicago joints there. Uh, more a pan-style pizza, so kind of trying all my different variations of, of pizza during the weekend. Uh, that it was, it was good. It probably, although Sam, Sam had mentioned it was not their best offering, so I 
on meth to try it again at one point. Uh, but then went to Quake Collectibles, which I know Sam has talked about before on the podcast. Really neat store, like tons and tons of stuff crammed into this, you know, vintage toy store there uh, that it's like you, you never know how or what you're going to find there. But uh, I walked away with uh, quite a cool, uh, quite a few number of things. Got a couple of Cobra Kai figures, got a Mandalorian and a uh, Peacemaker. Uh, so not Peacemaker, um, uh, Homelander figure from the show, The Boys, which I just started watching and really enjoy. So, uh, some nice things to add there. We went back to the hotel. We, you know, that night on Friday night, where the plan was to go to the AAW show, uh, out in Marionette Park. Uh, I think a couple of people were planning to go, but you know, kind of got, I think a lot of people were really tired from travel. You know, myself, I was kind of back and forth a lot in uh, Ubers and, uh, you know, the hour and a half drive out to the uh, arena, uh, you know, normally they're in Logan Square, which is much easier to get at. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they were married at park, which is a big of a hall. So most people decided to kind of hang out at the bar, uh, you know, Zeke and uh, Dave little did go and, uh, they, they enjoyed the show. Zeke, of course, made, made some signings as he's apt to do. Um, so, you know, you know, nothing's going to keep Zeke away from a wrestling show. We all know that. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the rest of us kind of hang back to the bar and, you know, just had a great night, just kind of hanging out, catching up with everybody. So many people we haven't seen in many, many years, including Chad Olson kind of joining in person for the first time in forever. It was so good to see. Who's uh, that? Chad Olson. Have, have you heard of him before? Chad Old Olson. Olson. No, yeah, I know that guy. I, I, I know that guy. 69. <laughs> you know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and Chad was a hoot all night, you know, and drinks were flowing there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I punished everybody, uh, unsuspecting people, by buying a round of Malort, which is a Chicago um, spirit of some type, which. Uh, I won't, I, with being in a family friendly podcast, I can't say what Chad said it tasted like, but uh, yeah. I'll just say that I heard what it tasted like, and I'm glad I was virtual. Yeah, you, you might have been, that, that might have been another. That was the one, the one moment where yes. I was happy to be virtual. <laughs> but, but I always heard it from people going to Chicago that, like, oh, you got to do that. It's like a rite of passage. So, you know, I, I, I uh, you know, got around for a couple of people. We had, uh, I know Hexstar was there, his first Galacticon. Uh, we had uh, uh, Drew there for his first Galacticon. And uh, he was, uh, you know, as soon as I, you know, saw him there, we, Gave him the uh, Galacticon Championship belt, and he was support. He was sporting that all through Friday night, a good portion of Saturday too. Uh, it, but it's yeah, great to meet uh, some new first time folks there for sure. Um, yeah, that's the part I miss the most. Yeah, being there in person is is that first you know like the, the first time you actually get to see. So I mean, I got a little bit of that experience because Sam obviously can't. We can get back to the TNT a little bit, a few a few other things on TNT, but but you sure. know, meeting Sam in person, I got at least a little bit of, of yeah. that. Um, but uh, um, that is one of the, sort of the cool things about Galacticon people that you've you know either seen virtually or maybe not even seen virtually. Maybe you've just corresponded with them on the boards, and there's right. like always somebody who comes who nobody's ever they're not even sure who they are there's just somebody new and you find out who they are as we go like, oh my god you're that person yeah <laughs> so, um you know that, that that's a that, that's one of the neat things about it um you know the malort's not so much but you know yeah, it, the malort, but <laughs> it, 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 it is what it is yeah so yeah, so the next day we we, we started, uh, you know, we got uh, you know, Galacticon going. We had a couple of different tournaments uh, for the in-person folks. Uh, the first one was the perennial tournament, and 
Uh, Sam and I, uh, you know, we met up each other with each other in the first round. It was Sam's first ever match uh, against another person, which uh, was kind of neat. And uh, it was a cool match. We had, uh, he had um, Fist and I had Demon Godsend. And you say uh, we recorded the whole thing. Uh, I think we'll maybe do some highlights of that on one of the future uh, episodes there, but it was an epic match. I think I, you know, Demon Godsend was just beating up fist left and right. Got like six tokens on them and just, you know, fist wasn't able to do much rolled the demon godsend finisher which if you're if you're familiar with it on a three to six you know that is the finisher rating on a one to two it is uh you know demon godsend misses and has to roll out of the ring so of course i roll it two. you know at that point if, if i had hit any finisher it was over instead of roll it two he goes out of the ring fist turns it around gets a whole bunch of tokens back on me and then uh fist finally wins the match Sam then goes on to run the table and beat everybody else and win the tournament. So, you know, Sam would just want to look like he was going to be out, you know, comes and makes a huge turnaround, wins the whole thing, wins his first ever Galacticon tournament and uh, makes it into the cup. So it was great showing by Sam and he was super excited. So Beginner's luck. There you go. Beginner's luck. Yep. There you go. <laughs> uh, we had uh, the legends tournament uh, after that. Um, and uh, that was uh, won by Barry. And uh, I know we had a hardcore tournament, uh, which wound up being won uh, by Troy, which I don't think finished until the next day. And then, um, you know, we had some other tournaments after that, uh, the, the second day, but that was kind of it on the tournaments. Then we opened it up uh, with the stream uh, for everybody online. Those in person uh, uh, went to the infamous taco bar, uh, which I'm sure you've heard about online there. It was good, you know, like the first hour, you know, it kind of hanging around the rest of the evening and into the next day was not quite the best, but uh, there you go. Was definitely that guy the next day thought it was okay. I guess that guy, yeah, guy, guy was going to have the salad the next day. Had no problem with it, but uh, yeah, no, that as was as far as we know. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, we don't know how he uh, ended up later on that day. Could have been, could have been painful, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you know, kind of went into the uh, you know the uh, uh, oh sorry, we had the trivia was the first thing. So James Steinhoff was uh, on virtually and kind of. Walked it, went through the trivia, which uh, was was a lot of fun. And I gotta say, I you know, I, Drew kicked everybody's butt on that one. He got 28, 28 out of the thirty questions right. I mean, he destroyed everybody. It was great. So, yeah, I got a new streak going. I've been number two like three years in a row. I know you keep on finishing second there. I don't know, but but it, you know, it was it was funny. Like I I did like. Two fat fingers, and I'm like, oh man, I I, I wouldn't. And I looked at the the results, and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have won anyway. <laughs> you wouldn't have won anyway. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I was just shocked. I'm like, man, like well, I looked at this, the questions, I'm like, holy cow, we got everything right except for two. I mean, there were there were some hard ones in there too. There were, I mean, and, and, and you know, and he had, Jim had a couple of them that were like tricky word. Yeah. They, they were worded funny so that if you if you were just trying to go fast, yes, that you'd get it wrong. So right. I mean, he that was, was, he was part, that was on purpose, right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were there were a couple of them that that, that were were they were there were some that were just hard, and there were some that were tricky. So yeah. it was it was it was, uh, uh, and there were probably two that were tricky hard because 
that's the only reason he, he drew didn't get him exactly um, otherwise he would have run the table yeah <laughs> but uh, i you know i think it was fun jim did a great job with that as he yeah. always does jim always does an awesome job there so yeah thank you thank you jim for all your help on that and he's always eager to jump in and help with that and and run through that so no no thank thank you so much there uh we did our uh you know annual actually we didn't see any dark menace this year you know i guess uh tom uh you know was left alone by that that creepy guy uh, he might year. be preoccupied with the occupation that's true there's a lot going on in catholics now i'm sure he had other things going on yeah that's true maybe that's he's true. maybe he's feeling a new vibe <laughs> there we go there we go uh but you know tom kind of ran through everything uh from uh, the new gwf set answered a bunch of questions we also got a preview video for the new champions of the galaxy app which i think uh some stuff looked pretty cool on that um um you know got a nice uh nice uh, uh round of applause from the audience there which was which was cool uh then we kind of went into our regular panel where we had um you know updates from all the different lines we did have uh, on the legend side of things uh, an announcement about the next set which uh i know you were coerced into but uh i think overall uh, people were happy <laughs> no if i got a if I just act like I'm happy to do it, then everybody comes to expect it. It's nice just to you know surprise people. That's true. That's yeah. true. But no, I mean we're we're thrilled to be doing uh you know Pat Patterson, you know, as is uh we talked about um the at the con, you know, obviously that was made possible by uh his relationship with Jerry Briscoe. Um and you know, Jerry's Jerry's a great tag team partner, even if it's virtually. So yes. uh you know, any kind of tag team wrestling, you can count on uh, Cherry Briscoe. So uh, you know, that's that, that's a great. Uh, I mean, one of the best. You know, first names. Actually, I mean, heck, you know, this past uh, set we just released, the the first name was pretty good too with Mike Rotunda. So it's, it's we've been kind of spoiling people with good announcements early. So yeah, we're gonna have to stop little, doing that. No, no yeah, we just have to. You know, I don't know. I'm not gonna call. Them. I don't even know what we're gonna do now. We're just gonna <laughs> do. I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but we kind of went through some of our other releases. I know we had the uh, the Indies uh, coming up, Best of the um, Women of the Indies 2022. We did announce that we'll, there will be a card for Billy Starks, uh, which is I you know very uh, very young, uh, up and coming uh, women's wrestler. Lots and lots of potential. I think you'll be hearing a lot from her for many years. So uh, very excited to get a card for her. Um, we did, uh, now it's also war games, 2093 will be coming out this fall, kind of finishing up the war games series there. I know we wanted to kind of, you know, get through all those sets of reimagined and kind of make those available to everybody. So, uh, you know, at least, uh, you can get the, that, that full golden age experience of champions of the galaxy in color. Um, let's see any other announcements, things that we had there that you, now we talked a little bit about some online stuff. I know 21, 13, 14 is coming out soon. Very soon. Very, very, soon. very soon. <laughs> should, should we tell them how we're releasing it? Just sure, go it for up? it. Yeah, yeah I, I think well. we'll just break, we we'll break news. Let's break news now. Um, All right. We're going to, um, shortly after this podcast drops, we're going to put uh, 21, 13, and 21, 14 up on, for sale online. 21, 13 will drop uh, basically with the pre-order. 2114 will follow up shortly, but I know some people are really itching to get their hands on 2113, and I'd rather just get that in their hands yeah. than wait until 2114. We've got the artworks now done. We're just kind of getting everything ready for online, um, you know, formatting and things like that. So I, 
rather than make people wait for both of them to be done, we're just going to, we focused on finishing up 2113 and we'll have all that um, hopefully within the next uh, week. I'm thinking Todd um, uh, shortly after this episode drops, we'll get that up and uh, hopefully people will be happy. Okay, good. Now that that's great. I know a lot of people are waiting for that and for the, the remainder of all the sets there. I know, uh, you know, some of the, we had to you know do some more uh, artwork coloring, which uh, Tom Rickard is, is, is doing a lot of that. He's the one who's colors all the, the GWF stuff uh, from all the origin sets there. Um, and um, you know, I think we'll, we'll hopefully be able to see those. soon. I know not everything needs to be colored for the remainder there. So there, we still have, we have some stuff already done, which, which makes the job a little bit easier to kind of release those last four sets. Um, yep. But you know, to, to come in the future on those absolutely but i just wanted people to know we haven't like forgotten about it it just kind of with the releases getting compacted there around galacticon with the the q2 release and this and some changes we've been doing online and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on all at once this got pushed back a couple weeks uh later than we wanted but it will be up shortly shortly very good very good um so from there uh we went uh to the auction and uh you know that that was that was a lot of fun we did have you know a couple of things that were uh you know giveaways to feed people there a couple of extra cards that everybody had a chance to do to to get uh to get uh, and make a donation to the hall uh but overall i think we you know, we had some you know, some really uh, generous donations by, by folks and, and we're able to raise, you know, over 5,000 just on that part of that, that day's auction to kind of go with, you know, previous auctions as well as other things that have been raised uh, by various uh, members of the community. Uh, you know, obviously a lot by, you know, Will's efforts that we kind of mentioned before, but yeah, some others as well. Well, well you know, there's a, there's a lesson that came out of that auction this year, Todd, though. Yeah. If there's a piece of original art that goes up early, be aggressive because I don't know how that Incubus art went for what was the the final price on that? Like two hundred? It was like I, it was like a hundred and eighty or two hundred forty somewhere in that range. Yeah, and later yeah. on, you've got stuff going up over four hundred dollars. So yeah, I, mean, I think it was, it was about two forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two forty was that it? Was that the Incubus? Yeah. I mean, for Incubus to have gone for two forty, I thought was a, a relative steal. Um, and, uh, you know, when later in the night, things are going for over 400. So, you know, whatever we do the next auction, you know, make sure that first piece of art comes up, jump on it early. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. So, uh, you know, a couple other things, I know we had some mystery packs, you know, we had given out to folks, uh, in, in the audience, and then we had a couple available, uh, online as well. And, uh, those went, you know, those went for a lot more than I thought they would, you know, the, the people trying to get, uh, some of the uh, rare cards that we had in there. Um, that was a lot of fun too, for sure. Have, having those available for everybody, but yeah, overall just, you know, thrilled by how much we were able to raise, uh, that night. Um, well, that was a lot better than the one mystery envelope that one year that went. No. Oh yeah. In Jamestown. Uh, it, it, there was a couple of mystery envelopes. I think that went really good, but there was one of them that was like the want, want, want envelope. We didn't have any of those. No, time. we didn't have any of those this time. No, only the good, only the good ones this time. Yeah. Well, that was the, the mystery box. And inside was, oh, the, that's right. it was the mystery. It box. was, it that's was the Greg hammer, Greg, the hammer Valentine figure that, that, that didn't show up in, uh, for the, for the auction. Yeah, there. that's right. I forgot <laughs> about that. that that's, I know. I, I'm not going to call out the person who quote unquote won that auction, no. but I, he was not very happy. He was not thrilled at all. No, no, no. 
<laughs> we did not charge him, by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, to overall, just you know, great, great time there. Uh, we kind of after that, uh, things kind of wind down. I think folks were getting dinner. I went to the bar. Uh, we had uh, you know, night at the matches. We had the you know, still the room through the night. Folks were uh, playing matches. Um, uh, did different things. I know we had uh, some Mike Fortune. Uh, best of Mike Fortune uh, matches going on there. Uh, we we had uh, some pro you know, backstage promos from Michael Brada and his uh, time uh, in, in the wrestling business. Um, yeah, and just uh, I think some other folks that had you know, some stuff. You know, we were showing Did the Tim Dalton those. footage ever. I never said no. The Tim Dalton footage never uh, happened. There we get one day. Maybe for maybe for Galacticon. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe maybe we'll have to try and get go for that one more time. One more time. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tim and the one more time. Yes, I know about that. Uh well, you know more about that. Um, so uh yeah, so so yeah, it was great. I, so you know, it was great everybody kind of hanging out that night. Unfortunately, that night I was still doing a lot of work. I was getting everything set for the virtual tournaments the next day, uh cataloging some stuff around some of the uh auction stuff. So I was kind of busy, but you know, eventually I was able to kind of, you know, hang out a little bit more towards the end. Uh but um yeah, just overall good Saturday night. Sunday, we were back at it again uh, in the room. Uh, we uh, did uh, in person an indies tournament, uh, which uh, I'm trying to think who won that one. Hold on. I have it right here. I have all my tournament brackets here. That was, oh, it's Jim Steele uh, won that one. Uh, so Jim Steele did make it into the tournament there. He won with, let's see, who did he win with? Do we have this here? Oh, Matthew Justice. So Jim Steele won with Matthew Justice on that one. Just to kind of uh, go back. Um, as what I does that raise him? Jim's all-time winning percentage to? Uh, it's still not 500, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. But uh, I just wanted to point that out. He's, he's, he's on the rise. Right. Troy did win with Nick Gage in the hardcore tournament. As I mentioned, Sam had fist for the GWF tournament. And... On the legend side, Barry won um, uh, with uh, Jack Briscoe. So Jack Briscoe wound up beating Bob Backlund in the finals. I, I made it to the uh, semifinals with Anoki. I had a nice run uh, taking out, let's see, who was it? I beat um, Stan Hansen in the first round, Bruiser Brody in the second round, uh, Sergeant Slaughter in the third round, but then uh, fell, fell to Bob Backlund uh, after that. But, you know, that's okay. That's all right. Yeah, the, the, the faction had him there. But uh, in the end, Barry did win. Uh, we had our Canada Cup on day two, uh, which was a lot of fun. It was all jobbers or pseudo-jobbers. Uh, the, the one that kind of uh, made it in there. Not all. I somehow Mimic snuck into that thing. Yeah, I think Mike, we blame Mike Fortune for that. He was picking out guys that had, like, I think he was trying to get like one level three move on level two offense and like just saying certain other things, but he just mimic is that was that that was a misfire. misfire. I love Mike, but you know, mimic is uh, not a jobber. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, So Michael Brada did, you know, drew mimic and uh, did, did win the whole uh, thing. Uh, He made it into the cup uh, championship. We also had two, uh, online winners, uh, which was uh, your brother Kevin. Uh, he wound up winning one of the uh, things, and then uh, the COTG, uh, yep, he won the GWF tournament there. Yep, and then Mark Cantor won the uh, the, the Legends tournament, uh, and then we had our Galacticon 
uh, cup tournament later on. Um, we did also before that, we did have our interview uh, with uh, Father James Mitchell, which was a lot of fun. Uh, he joined us virtually uh, for that. And Sam kind of did, did the interview. We did a bunch of great q and I think overall, you know, it, it was a really good time. Um, you know, I kind of caught bits and pieces that I was trying to coordinate other things in between. I got to go back and listen to the footage uh, when Sam drops that later on. Did you get to listen to, to much of it there? I did. I did. Well, I was, you know, trying to get pre-orders put together, but I was listening to. to yeah, I think you were caught uh, stuffing envelopes during. I was, I, I did things. get called out for that at one point, but uh, you know, it's the, I, I hope the people who got their stuff the week after Galacticon are grateful for the fact that it was stuffing envelopes during Galacticon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so we had our Galacticon cup tournament after that, uh, our virtual winners faced each other, uh, and it was Andre the Giant versus Big Van Vader. Um, you know, in the in the room we had uh, Iron Hand, which was uh, Michael Prada against the Guardian, which was Barry. We had Cosmic Woman, controlled by Troy, against Omega with Jim Steele. Uh, Sam had Sir facing uh, Josh Rammel with Havoc. In the end, it was Troy winning. Yet again, this time with the Cosmic Woman, as always, mired in controversy. Uh, yeah, because you guys like dropped a long-standing Galacticon rule that had been in place since the very beginning of the Galacticon. So, that's, of course, there's going to be controversy when there's a rule change on the fly. We're going to have to clean that up. But see, that's what happens when I'm not there in person. Okay. All right. <laughs> you got to be there in person next year. Make sure things right. are handled the right way then. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, we'll just, uh, you know, I mean, of course, you know, it, it, it happens. And then Troy wins. I mean, let's think about this just for a second. Yes. Of course. Of course. Of course. There's, okay. there's controversy. And of course, it results in Troy winning. It has to happen. Yep. Yep. Alas. So, uh, but I still do have the, uh, the, the, uh, the belt with me here. Uh, Troy does not trust himself bringing the belt back. And, you know, honestly, I don't know if I trust him either, but that's, okay. I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are with you on that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, but no, we, Troy, uh, not me. I mean, I would never say anything. Bad no, 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 of course you would. <laughs> but other people I've heard have said things like that. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh so you know after that we were kind of like you know, uh, you know everyone kind of disbanded and took took off uh, i was kind of hanging around the hotel for a bit just kind of getting a couple things settled there um i did uh, manage to catch a drink with Hexstar, who showed me some footage uh he was a wrestler in colorado before showed me uh, some footage of a six-man tag he did against uh you know, AJ Styles and uh, Bobby Lashley in there. And that was, that was pretty neat seeing that. So I, I know he, he wasn't ready to show it to everybody on Saturday. And I was like, ah, and everyone wants to see that. I'm like, that dude, this is awesome. Like, yeah, it was great. So, I mean, if I was in the ring with Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles, I, I mean, heck, I'm ready to show footage of me being in the ring with James Jeffries. And this I didn't is true. do anything. This I mean, is I, true. Like, you know, I mean, I, I just stood there, you know I mean? If, if, if I was actually wrestling in the match, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was it was really neat there. Uh, but yeah, they got to hang out, talk a little bit more with uh, you know Smoke and Jaron and and uh, Pete and Lori, um, uh, myself and Milton. By the way, uh, congratulations to Pete and Lori. Oh yeah, they're, congratulations, they're grandparents. They're, now that's yes, the first time grandparents. I mean, Pete looks like he's ready for it. There's no way that I mean, Lori doesn't. But no, you know, congratulations no. to both of them. 
No, absolutely. Absolutely. No, they were off the next weekend. They missed the Hall of Fame because they were off to see the grandchild. So we figured that was an appropriate excuse there for sure. Uh, but during that time, uh, Milton and, and I took a, a quick trip over to Portillo's and uh, split a, qu- a, a quick uh, Italian beef sandwich just to kind of so I can check that off my list. And we wound up getting uh, chocolate cake shakes for everybody. That's one of the things they're known for, which was very interesting. Uh, basically, they put a piece of chocolate cake into the shake and then mix it up. So as you're drinking, you get bits of cake and then bits of fudge. It was so is it kind of like a blizzard Dairy Queen? Kind of like a cake? blizzard, but like with a cake. With a chocolate of cake instead of like Reese's Pieces or Oreo cookies or something. Exactly, like exactly. But you can actually drink it through the straw too. Although until you get to the bottom and then it's just like a whole bunch of cake at the bottom. So then, it's, you know, you do that. So, uh, but that was definitely experience. We were all talking about it. I'm like, you know, there's one that's not that far. So, you know, I... Uh, you know, just two more Uber rides, you know, to kind of add to my list of Uber rides I did over the course of the, of the whole week there. But uh, I think definitely well worth it for sure. Um, and then the, um, after that, um, you know, Mike, I met up with Michael Brada um, and uh, his girlfriend and, and uh, Pete Beck and Lori and, and and I met up with them. And we had a nice dinner at one of their fa- favorite places uh, before I headed to downtown Chicago, which is where I kind of spent my time in between. Anything else kind of like from your kind of end of the Galacticon timeframe, what do you kind of, anything else you kind of took out from the last day there? I got all the envelope stuff. Tom. You did. Thank you, Mike, for that. I helped a little bit. I got them all prepped for you. So, I was, you know, at least try to make it a little bit easy there. So you did, uh, you, you did help. But you were in Chicago at Cubs games and, you know, Eaton and uh, yep. stuffing envelopes. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, you know, so no, I might, I I mean, I guess I could tell you what I had for dinner that night, but I don't think it's that interesting. Yeah, not as interesting as what I had, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it got interesting when I finally got out to Iowa. That, that, then that's then true, it got it really interesting. It did, yeah. It got so, really interesting. Yeah, I had a, yeah, a couple of days just in Chicago, which was kind of neat. I've never been to Chicago before. Uh, like, well, at least I'm sorry, take it back. I've been there for business trips in February and March before. And so I've seen the inside of like, you know, conference hotels and things like that and never really gotten to do too much fun stuff or see like all the sites. So, um, you know, luckily, you know, I work for a major hotel company, which gives some nice employee discounts once in a while. And I got a nice, a nice uh, rate right in downtown. And, you know, got to do some cool things. I did a you know food walking tour one day. I did a uh, uh, architectural boat ride another day. And uh, my you know kind of last day, I took a, another half a day and just kind of walked around the city and uh, kind of ate my way through different things. So uh, you know, I did eat you know in my time also at Gino's East. I had Magia, sorry, um, Lou Malnati's, uh pizza with Sam at the end of the trip, but you know still kind of count that overall. I did get Al's Italian beef. I did go to um, the Billy Goat Tavern, uh, you know, cheeseburger, 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 no Coke, Pepsi. Uh, yeah, I went to there, got a hot dog, Chicago dog, which was great. Um, and just saw a bunch of the other sites around town. Millennium Park, super, super cool park. Uh, that, I was glad I got to see that. Um, and just overall, just a really kind of fun time, just kind of seeing a new city. You know, I don't rarely ever get to do something like that by myself, kind of being a tourist in the city by myself, but I just try, try to take advantage of it. And yeah, it's pretty neat. So, and I did a lot of work, both Phil Singer and real life work during, while I was there too, because, you know, it never stops. Um, 
but then you know, eventually met up with Sam and and Thursday did the road trip out to um, out to, uh, to to Waterloo, Iowa. Not quite as long as your road trip, though. No, mine was a little longer. Uh, we we uh, we we started the the day before you and drove from uh, the beautiful Chester County, Pennsylvania, all the way out to about I think it was about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes west of Joliet. Mm-hmm. Illinois for those uh, keeping track and then uh, camped out for the night and then got up the next morning and made the way to Waterloo. And I'll just say 15 or 16 hours in the car with three boys. It's fun. Yeah. That's one way to describe it. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it actually wasn't too bad. They're, they having it being their second time. I think they were a little bit better this year than they were last year and there we, we've taken a lot of longer trips like you know six seven eight hours with yeah them. but, but uh, so they're, they're not entirely uh novices at the long trip but uh going 12 hours i think i think we started at eight and got out of the car it's it's it, for good at about seven central time so okay. east, eight east to, to it's about 12 hours would have been, eight, would have yeah. been about 12 hours in the car uh when, when we when we tapped out so uh yeah, that's a good so was, change right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I had the pleasure of one of them waking me up at. Well, my body said it was five thirty, which meant I couldn't go back to sleep because, as Todd knows, I'm an early riser. Uh, but it was actually four thirty Central Time. So I'll just say that Thursday night I was. I don't know how I was standing. I don't know how you did it. You were you were good spirits though throughout. Uh, well, it's, I, I tried to be, but, uh, <laughs> but, but it was. Uh, I, I I'm still not sure how I made it because I wanted to take a nap like when we got to Waterloo and I right. couldn't. So, boy, it just was yeehaw. There we go. It's a good thing it's a fun weekend. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely fun there. Uh, yeah, our, our trip was definitely a lot shorter, as I kind of mentioned, like about four hours or so. Yeah. We kind of made a, a stop at Culver's, uh, which is a fast food place I don't usually get to. And unlike what Chad, you know, bad it on the uncharted territories, you know, Culver's is, is good stuff. So, you know, definitely check it out if you're out there, if you haven't had it. So, 69. <laughs> uh, but, we, you know, so you just the, the food adventure continues. So, uh, so uh, you know, just kind of getting into town, uh, you know, checking the Best Western, kind of ran into everybody right away, which was great. Uh, and then uh, made our way over to the hall, to the Dan Gable Museum, which was, you know, pretty neat getting to see that you know i uh you know obviously heard a lot about it but getting to see it in person was pretty was pretty great yeah yeah no it's a it's, it's a it's a great museum i think it's neat to see the amateur piece of it you yep. see stuff about kurt angle it's, it's really kind of neat to go around and see it i mean the, the bris you know the jack and jerry briscoe in the amateur piece and then you go over the professional uh wing of it and you start to see you know more of the stuff that you're uh, i would say expecting to see as a pro wrestling fan and it's just, a, I think it's just a, a great, uh, a great experience there. Oh, absolutely. I did take a picture of, uh, you know, one, one of the highlights for me, at least the, the, the amateur part was seeing the tournament bracket for Dan Gable's big Midlands uh, tournament there. His first, you know, major tournament that uh, he won that kind of put him on the map there. I thought, I thought that was kind of neat that they had, they had that up there along with all the other artifacts. So uh, we had the reception that night uh, with Doey Joey's Pizza. Um, 
yeah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, had some, had some, uh, the presentations there at that point, um, hearing from everybody, uh, it was kind of a short reception. I know obviously they were, uh, uh booking in some time for, uh, Jerry Briscoe, which they expected to go quite long. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, you know, fell ill, wasn't able to kind of make it that weekend, which was yeah, definitely kind of a bummer, but you know, I think his spirit still, uh, lived on throughout the weekend for sure. His presence was missed, but but was still noticed. I think yes. is the best way to put. It. Absolutely, I think a lot of the you know the legacy he kind of has kind of built up the last couple of years and the enthusiasm is definitely definitely shown. Uh, you know, it was cool. We still had uh, his son Wes was there for the weekend, kind of representing, which was which was great to still have Wes there as part of that kind of representing the Briscoe family. And he put on a little show in the man. I mean, we'll talk about the, the IPW card a little later, but he had a little nice little show he put on there. He wasn't originally scheduled to wrestle, and but darn it, he was going to wrestle. That's right. Yeah, no, that was great. Yeah, and, was, and wrestle he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the Friday night so after that, we went uh, did the trivia at, back at the hotel, um, yeah. uh, which was which was fun. Uh, yeah, I think uh, we had a couple teams at the table there. You know, I think the, you know, the Sam and I and uh, a couple other folks had, you know, one group there. I know you were with Corey and Corey another group. And, yeah. we, we started out good when it came to the modern wrestling. And then some of the uh, old school wrestling, we kind of fell off a little you bit You lost there. a little steam on that. Lost a little steam after that point. We had a couple ones where, like, it was like a double or nothing question. And it was like, and we were kind of debating, like, should we hand this in? We don't really feel that confident about it. We shouldn't have handed it in because we, we got it wrong. And then there were some other ones there too later on where I know Sam would have known the answer. And unfortunately he wasn't there when we were answering it. So well, and 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 you know, the the, the real missing link for for both teams was Stu Lowry. Um yeah. that, that I mean, I'm sure they'll bring it up on uncharted territories, but that they showed a picture and, and they did this last year as well, where they'll show a picture of uh of an old arena and you say, which, which arena is it basically? Yeah. And this one was the Richmond Coliseum. And right. from what yeah. I understand, still would have known it for like, sure. So yeah, yeah. he would have absolutely had it for hundred percent. So, yeah. so, so, so we all were, were poorer for the lack of Stu Lowry. So I'll give you the shout out Stu. <laughs> yeah so uh no, no but overall yeah yeah and then uh your guys team won which was which was great there i know there were some cool uh posters and other signed posters and things otherwise as prizes uh which was pretty neat uh we hung out there for a little longer made our way down the street to uh, another uh, another bar uh and just uh eventually uh you had to tap out, which you made it longer than I thought you were going to make it based on that. I, I, I meant to make it shorter, but yeah, I figured that, I figured but, that. but it, I kept getting wrangled into staying. My, yeah, it's funny how that happens, you know? Yeah. So, but I, I eventually uh, managed to get out of there yeah. and, and got back to the hotel and actually slept, which felt really good. That's good. That's good. So Friday morning uh, came along back at the Dan Gable Museum. The the first event that kicked off was the Podcast Collective. I know you were at the uh, Sullivan Brothers Museum at that point with the boys. Uh, Actually, was at the John Deere Museum. Oh, sorry, John Deere Museum. I John Deere back. Museum. Yes. John point, Deere Museum. Yes. Yeah, see, there's multiple uh, museums and and cultural offerings in the city of Waterloo. So. And, and, and but the, but that's uh, the Sullivan the, the uh, Veterans Museum is fantastic. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I, I, didn't get a we did that. I didn't do it this year. We did it last year, and it that's is fantastic. Right. Absolutely, do it. 
Yeah, so there's definitely some cool things to see in town, you know, besides just the Hall of Fame. I mean, there's a, we have a pretty packed weekend with different things, but uh, there's definitely some other uh, opportunities there as well. Uh, but the podcast collective was cool. Uh, you know, Sam mentioned a little bit about that before he he hosted that. Um, you know, a couple uh, podcasts, you mentioned the AWA Unleashed, uh, which is, you know, funny enough, I, I told them afterwards, it's my favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Uh, so yeah, I got to tell them, <laughs> tell them that, and I've only heard really good things about it, about the, 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 the program that they put on. So, you know, definitely those guys were awesome. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, we also, um, had the, uh, is it the two count podcast there, which is kind of a comedy wrestling one. Um, there was another, uh, indie based one, which the name is escaping room right now, which, um, and then, uh, the, um, uh, Big Ace from uh, Prisco and Big Ace podcast there as well, uh, who is a really cool guy. So, uh, you know, it's it just kind of nice, just kind of talking about podcasting. Everyone kind of mentioning that, um, you know, kind of the you know, different different you know, aspects of it and, and answering questions about it from the fans. Uh, the one the one question that kind of came out. Uh, was like, you know, what former wrestler, you know, who maybe passed away would have been a great podcaster today. And I jumped right at that one and everybody on the panel agreed. Who, who would you say that would be, Mike? Wait, are we going to put Gorilla Monsoon in there? No, I, I was going to say Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, Bobby the Brain. I was going to say Monsoon and, and, and Well, Heenan. I said Monsoon. That, we that was the also podcast I would have paid, I would have paid to listen to. But, right, right, uh, right. Yeah, Monsoon, I think, came up too, but I think everybody was on board. was like, yeah, oh, yeah, Heenan would have been, he would have been a genius as a podcaster. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I think just like the stories and then just like, just, just the humor and just, you know, being able to do that. Yeah. I think it would have been, it, it been a, a less ornery version of Cornette's podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, uh, yeah, less cynical, uh, uh yeah, less uh, cynical, less ornery and, 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 and more, a little, a little bit more laughter. I think. Well, I say like, less cynical Bruce Pritchard there too, you know, like some of the same stories cause I know they hung out a lot before. So, but <laughs> true. True, but yeah, I think everybody was on board. Was like, yeah, that would be the number one guy to have on a podcast. And you know, unfortunately, he kind of, you know, he kind of missed the podcast boom later on. Even before that, you know, unfortunately, kind of losing right. his voice. I mean, the guy who was just you know known for that. I mean, no, he would. He would. You're right, Todd. He would have been absolutely. I mean, you know, he's one of my favorites, obviously. Oh, that's and, a, that's and, a figure. And, yeah. and and he 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 was, you know, unfortunately, you know, twenty years too too early for for that revolution. But uh, he he would he would have been gold. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we did have a uh, Phil's Games tournament that went on there. Uh, it's a Legends tournament that that we ran. Um, you know that uh, I think eventually came down to a time limit draw. Uh, just say you know when you have Bruiser Brody and Bob Backlund, it, it it doesn't meet up for a very short match. We'll, we'll mention that there. Uh, but you know, just kind of cool. We introduced some some fans to uh, to the game. A couple of people who bought games last year kind of participated uh, there too as well, uh, which is you know just good to kind of kind of uh, share all that. I know, um, uh, you know some people that two people that helped out a lot during that tournament who we haven't mentioned yet actually, which I think is very important to mention. And I went, I'm sorry we haven't yet. Uh, is Mark and Matt Taggart. Uh, who joined yep. us for that that weekend? Uh, who blew us all away? Matt did when we realized he's also Bloody Harker Dirge, one of the first ever indie cards we ever did. Uh, which was was like, wait, what? You're Darker Dirge? <laughs> no, it was cool. They're, they're great guys. Oh, totally. Um, they're awesome. very quiet. You know, like sort of yeah. understated. And you're sitting there, and then they'll drop something into the conversation, and you're yeah. like, what? 
you know, yeah. it's, 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 they're, they're awesome to have around. So oh. I was, I was glad, glad to see them. No, hundred percent. No, it was funny. The, the one time we were, uh, you know, I, I got to the, the banquet a little late, which we'll get to, and, you know, had the different tables set up there and, uh, um, you know, there wasn't a t- room at your table. So I went to the next table and it said, you know, legends is a wrestling table. He's in, and, and, uh, and Mark is like, says legends of wrestling. I'm like, yeah. He's like, who did you ever beat? <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, well, eventually they let me sit down there with them. Cause yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, you got bumped for Gordon Soli's son. I mean, I did get like, bumped for Gordon. I mean, I wasn't, son. you know, that, that was the, that's know, all right. If you're going to get bumped. Right. I mean, that's not a bad one. That's okay. Yeah, Janar could take my spot there. He's, he, he was cool. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, oh, but that, and and also Jared helped as well. The faction was helping with the. Oh, your faction was helping out a lot as well. No, no, he, so. no, Jared was great. I'd say I got to hang out a lot with Jared there. I've I've definitely talked to him a lot over the years. I think the first time I met him was about twenty years ago uh, for like a night out, night out at the at the dive bar playing uh, darts. Uh, it's been a long time uh, since our last meeting, but it was, it was awesome getting to hang out with him of uh, the weekend and you know until he was taken down i hope uh, he's feeling better yeah but. hopefully yeah yeah i think he's doing better now so but um uh, that was unfortunate he kind of missed out on the last half of the last half of the hall of fame weekend uh let's see but later on we did uh have the colt cabana's live podcast which is a lot of fun to listen to there um you caught that he had on uh, let's see, who did he have on with? Um, he had B. Brian Blair. He had James Beard. He had Wes Briscoe and Rock Riddle. Uh, Rock Riddle, as we kind of alluded to, kind of made his presence felt throughout the weekend. <laughs> you know, if, if if you've got five minutes, Rock will take 15. Easily, easily, yes. <laughs> if, if, he's, if he's being brief. If he's being brief, yes, yes. That, that, that good old Rock. Um. Did you, did you know he's the original Mr. Wonderful? Did, did you I, know I am aware of that. He You're is, aware of that? Oh, okay. I, he, I, I was informed of that when I met him. Oh, like, th- That was like the first thing he told me. <laughs> Not surprised. Not surprised. Yeah, that, that was that was last year. Uh, I think I was in the hotel lobby, and uh, it was just he, he and I, and he regaled me with a number of facts, and that was one of them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so then that night we had the impact pro wrestling show over at the convention center. Nice setup. Great crowd. They had there that night. I think everyone was really into a lot of the matches there. Uh, what were your kind of impressions? What did they, obviously we'll save the main event to the end, but what, what are the sure. highlights that you have throughout the show? Well, I mean, I thought they, you know, first off, I want to give a shout out to, um, you know, to Chad 69, <laughs> Uh, Troy and Travis, they they yeah. put together a great show. I thought yes. it was it, it it had a nice build to it. Um, you know, you, you you every every match was able to build on the one before, which is I think is always a testament to the guys you know behind the curtain, so to speak, and and, and putting it all together. So they they did a much better job than I do with my Legends fed. So I'll, I'll give them <laughs> I'll give them credit where credit is due. Um, you know, it, I mean the 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 battle Royal started things off. That was a nice way to just sort of get everybody warmed up. You know, you got to see a lot of different guys. Um, You know, you had uh, two cold Scorpio uh, taking on Jackson King and, and and going over. And that was, I think, you know, that was cool for a lot of people to see. I know a lot of the boys in the back were excited to see uh, two cold Scorpio, Um, you know, Colt Cabana uh, beat Ethan Everhart and then cut a really nice promo 
for the hall and IPW. I thought that was, uh, that was cool. Um, and then, you know, I thought Becca Roper, the, um, who works for the hall having her first professional match against Miss Frankie J. Um, and had to have that interrupted by, uh, the captain and the, uh, the Hale twins. twins was, uh, uh, entertaining. I mean, it was a really, it was, it was a great way to go into the intermission, um, yeah. and to have, you know, the, the heels given their comeuppance. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was, and, and obviously Miss Frankie J with a little face turn there. So that was, uh, not really expected. Uh, yeah, that was good. She's one, that was good. one of the, you know, one of the top heels for IPD for a while now. Uh, so that was kind of a cool moment. Um, and then coming out of the intermission, I thought those kind of ones, bigger, uh, taking, uh, going over Jeremy Wyatt. I mean, that was a match. I thought, um, yeah, no, that was excellent. You know, I mean, pictures of a big guy and he, and obviously, but you know, Wyatt's a heck of a worker and they meshed their styles really well. I thought, I don't know what yeah. you thought about that. No, no, it was, it was really, really excellent. Absolutely. To, to me, that was one of my favorite matches of the night. Um, then they had the extreme title match, which, oh my God. First off, Malice is crazy. Yes. <laughs> Some of the bumps that guy's willing to take are absolutely nuts. I don't know how it's legal, what that guy does to himself sometimes, but he is a, uh, an amazing uh, hardcore wrestler. I'll just yeah. say that he, he, he is, he did a great job. Uh, unfortunately he dropped the title to Cole Cannon, but I mean, Cole went over, he's a face and, and it was a good win for him. Um, you know, so I thought that was, um, you know, it was a, fi- was it a five way? I think it was a five way match. I, so, yeah. the- I, I will say certain parts of the, of the certain matches are definitely sketchy for me because uh, you know, I was stayed at the Phil Singer games table while you were there with the boys in the crowd. And uh, to be fair, some of my, some pieces of the matches are sketchy for me because I was with the boys. This is true. This is true. But, but I, but I had the Trish Stratus line of autograph people kind of blocking my view for quite a bit. So I was able to catch bits and pieces where I could, but yeah, there's definitely some uh, parts of some matches like that when I didn't get to see all the wild spots, unfortunately. So then the next match was Bryce uh, Jordan against, um, Mike Bennett. And that was, that was another match that was just, and it was a match I didn't expect. I mean, well, first off, I don't know that Bryce expected to wrestle that match because he was supposed to wrestle Jonathan Gresham. Right. But due to travel issues that got canned a couple days before and Mike Bennett stepped in, uh, he just so happened to be in the Midwest this, that week and was willing to take the booking. And that was just a, that I mean, that was a brutal match. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he worked Bryce and Bryce did a great job. I, uh, you know, and then, you know, after losing Mike Bennett cut a great promo on Bryce. I mean, to tell everybody like what he thought of him with his punchable face and everything else, <laughs> but uh, um, just a great match and, and, and a great, I mean, a really, really selfless, um, you know, promo from, from Mike Bennett. I thought, I thought it was really cool. Um, then they had the, uh, what was supposed to be a triple threat um, tag team match turned into a four way when I guess the, the champs, uh, uh, Justin decent, the death dealer uh, defended against uh, who, it's uh, Max chill and Gal- Gabe, is Gabriel, Gable Gabriel Galileo. Galileo. 
And then uh, I'm blanking on the third team, but the fourth team was Mr. Marvelous and Wes Briscoe. And let me look this up real quick. Uh, Eubanks and Bronson were the other team. Sorry, okay. that, that's that's who it was. But um, but uh, Wes Briscoe, when he got into that match, oh my God, he was on fire. Yeah. I don't know if you got to see any of that, Todd, or if the line had died down enough, but he just went in and just was like on fire and then tagged out to Mr. Marvelous, who wound up taking the fall for that team. Um, Death Dealer and Justin Decent were awesome, though. Uh, they yeah. they went over like you sort of expected them to. Yeah, you kind of figured they would, yeah. Max Chill's a long-running heel in IPW, for those that don't know. Um, and uh, they, they went over. Really good guys, too. I don't think we talked about them earlier. I had a chance to talk to both of them. Um, you know, I guess a lot of our fans heard um, Justin Decent talking about when we did the IPW uh, reveal, right. uh, he broke down the roster. But he, he's just as cool in person as he was uh, on that live reveal. Um, Death Dealer's a really cool guy. You know, um, I, I didn't, re- I didn't realize who death dealer was without the face. Yeah. 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 So. No, no. It's, it's, it's one of those, he's very unassuming when he's yes. out of character. Um, and, but he was, uh, both those guys were really, uh, really thrilled with the, with Werner's art. They, they talked about what a great job Werner did and how excited they were to like get to look at the game now on how honored they were to be in it. So that was kind of a cool moment. Um, getting to talk to them about that after the show. Um, but, uh, my kids, both, uh, all three of them bought death dealer masks. Oh, nice. Um, Excellent. Uh, so yeah, he's, he was selling death dealer masks. So they all bought those. Um, and then we had the main event, um, AJ smooth challenging the IPW champion, James Jeffries for the title. Yeah. And it was a heck of a heck of a match, I yeah. will say. But uh, match. The, great, the, great the, entrance, by the way. <laughs> well, you know, we we did what we could. Uh, for those who didn't see it, uh, uh, the IPW crew and, and James in particular, but the Chad, Troy, um, yeah, we're all really cool and, and had it so that uh, my boys, who are huge, huge fans of James Jeffries, and I uh, led James out to the ring. Um, James was real cool, did his lap around the ring and then came back and gave uh, one of my sons his headband, went in, wrestled a heck of a match with AJ. I thought it was, it was, it yeah. was a really, really solid match. And then, uh, you know, as his uh, entourage, we got to celebrate in the ring with them afterwards. So uh, sort of, uh, you know, I, people talk about WrestleMania moments. Well, that was, uh, that was a, my, my boy's IPW moment. It was oh, yeah. uh Oh, that it was, was really cool. James was, was James was very giving. With I mean, he shared the spotlight with the boys. They were thrilled. Uh, you know, I had one of my my oldest jumping up on the turnbuckle, you know, <laughs> getting the crowd to cheer and then jumping off. I'm like, oh, um, oh man, James, yeah. James had the little guy on his shoulders and. He's holding up the title belt. Yeah, he gave him the belt, and they picked him up there. I'm like that. Then yeah, then Joey's like, yeah, yeah. You know, that was uh, awesome. You know, Maddie starting a uh, 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 James Jeffries chant up. It was it was it was all it was all cool. So That's great. It, it was That's uh, awesome. I, thanks to to everybody over at IPW for and and AJ too for you know, having a bunch of little kids running around his match. I don't want to lose sight of the fact that you know 
it was his big moment too. And to have a bunch of little kids running around probably wasn't what he planned. So, <laughs> uh, it was all cool. Those, those guys are awesome. And, you know, if you've never seen an IPW show, it's worth seeing these guys are great. They work hard. They put on a good show and they're very engaging with fans. Um, you know, before the show in the intermission, after the show, they're awesome. You've got to see them and pick up the new IPW set because there you go. You'll see some of those guys and hopefully, uh, we sell enough that it's worth doing another one next year. Yep, hopefully, hopefully. I think the only one we didn't see from the set was Ugly because he was out at a fair show somewhere else in Iowa that week. Correct, Ugly, I believe, was not there. Sparrow was there, um, but but Ugly was not. I think we got every, I think almost everybody, yeah, I think everybody else was there. Uh, I don't actually know. Brooke Brooke, Brooke wasn't there. Uh, She had another booking. But but everybody else, all the others were, were all there, the other nine, and it was cool. It yeah, was very it was cool. Very, very cool. Uh, so let's see that night we were back over at, uh, Doey Joey's for kind of the after party there. Uh, I know, uh, at first, uh, they weren't letting Mike Rotunda in, uh, in there, but, uh, well, that was one of the more stunning moments of my life is we were in the hotel lobby. Were you there with me? No, I wasn't. I had already gone because there. It, I think it, it, it was, it was, it was Chad. Chad was there. It, it was, maybe it was just Chad and I 69. And Mike Rotunda and, and Stephanie Rotunda are walking in and they're like, you could tell they're kind of put off. Yeah. And you're like, we're walking out, they're walking in and we're so like, what's, right. what's going on? Well, you know, we couldn't go. Well, do you want to come? Nah, I don't know. And they decided to come with us. Okay. And, yeah. um, oh, it was Chad's son was with us. That's what that's right. That's right. So, so, um, I knew there were three of us. Right. <laughs> I was, I was trying to remember which tag team partner I was with at that point. Um, but so, so we get in and it's like, you know, like get them some food, get them something to drink and get out of the way. Like, come on, big people. Yeah. Like, like we're talking, come on. <laughs> you know, the inductee, you know, come yeah. on, you know, like uh, people these days. But, well, so uh, I remember like seeing Tim there being like, dude, what, what's going on? Like, come on, let him in. You know, let's go. And then they came, uh, but yeah, luckily everything worked out. Yeah, we got it all worked out. They, they, they you guys, I nice saw you yucking it up with Mike over there. So you know, things things are going good. So. Well, I mean, I was you know just trying to be friendly. That's yeah. all. But they, they're and they're great people. Good. I mean, they're like they're, they're we I mean, we talked about we did talk about some wrestling, but we also talked about like stuff that had nothing to do with wrestling. They're they're just they're they're, they're good people. So it was uh, it was fun to to chat with them for a bit. They said uh, during the 38 years they've been together at this point. Yeah, 38 so, years they've been married. So. All right, yeah, that's that's amazing. That's a big testament, especially in the wrestling uh, industry. That's that, that's huge. So yeah, well, and and, and you know, I, I think that uh, I, I suspect that that's not that's going to keep going for for a long, long, long time. They're, they're think, very yeah. happy together, and, and they're good for each other too, from what I can see. So absolutely, and uh, they're close family too. So yep, yep. So, uh, for parents of, for those who don't know, parents of Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas, right? uh, As well as they have a daughter who's uh, uh, lives in the Tampa area as well. So, yep, successful in her own right, too. So, absolutely. So, let's see, we moved on to Saturday. Uh, there's the last day there. Uh, there was a roundtable uh, discussion on Florida wrestling, as well as a podcast recording for the Briscoe and Big Ace podcast. 
Uh, did you catch any of that? Uh, it's kind of in and out of the room a little bit. That I caught some of it. Sam, Sam and I were actually, Mike wound up being a last minute sub into that podcast. Right. Rotunda, right. Mike Rotunda did. And then, so Stephanie was just sitting there and, and Sam and I were actually talking with Stephanie for a bit of it. So I listened to some of it, talked to Stephanie for some of it. And I got, I think I had to, Troy needed some help with something or whatever that I, that I missed a little bit of it, but, uh, I, I thought it was an interesting, uh, Interesting podcast. Yeah. Wes, Wes is definitely a pull no punches kind of speaker. No, he is not. Right? Is that no. a good way to describe it? I think, I think that's a great way to describe it right there. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we had the autograph signing after that with all the, all the legends from the weekend were there. So um uh, yeah, I mean, everybody, even like we had the table there uh, that we Who had the, the barbarian who knew. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Chad tells me he's leaving. Uh, you know, he's just going to be there Saturday night, and then next thing I know, he's at the table next to us, uh, or Friday night rather. And the next thing I know, he's next to us on Saturday. He's next on Saturday. You know, like right next he must have just had time. such a good time he stuck around longer. No, that was great. <laughs> maybe it was you, Todd. Maybe he knew you were going to. Maybe, maybe that must have been it. That must have been it. But we wound up sharing a table with uh, Charlie Thez and Dan Gable, which was an interesting. That's you know? it. Yeah, I did. I don't think I ever thought that I would be sharing a table with Charlie Fez and Dan Gable. That's no. just kind of surreal. That's pretty, very, very surreal. So, uh, but that was cool. I, I, you know, I went in, uh, you know, I took the opportunity to get uh, my picture taken with Baron Von Raschke and, and Bob Roop, uh, which, which was definitely really, really cool uh, to meet those guys. Um, and uh, I don't know. Bob, Bob Roop's like that uncle who you see at the family reunion, who has all the great stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's good. He's, we're taking the picture. He's like, yeah, come on, put me in a headlock. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll put you in a headlock. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's good. I, I met him a few years ago uh, down in Wichita Falls and um, just a great guy. Lot, lots of fun to talk to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's see, we kind of, uh, you know, ended things there. Uh, there was the, uh, you know, lifetime member reception that was over at the hotel. Um, I know you're a lifetime member now, um, yep. uh, which is, which is great. Uh, then we had the reception and the banquet over at the convention center. Um, decent, very nice setup that they had uh, with everything there. Uh, and then the the ceremony itself. Um, do um, yeah, I mean, we hit on some of it when Sam was 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 still with us. I I think the big thing was yeah. is that yeah, everybody who was received an award, um, I think was was truly um, you know truly grateful. And I mean, I I thought that the the best was um, the uh, the Melby Award was probably my favorite mm. um because in some ways i mean they were all awesome in their own oh, way oh great yeah i mean but but there you had it i mean a fan right and he becomes a journalist and he's just like i can't believe i'm here with like mike Rotunda and jr and like this is crazy and yeah. that's kind of how you feel i mean it's it sort of it, it sort of summarized the whole weekend in one speech like like how did i get here and get to hang out with these guys. Now, in his case, he did quite a bit turn it. He was a little modest about what he'd done, but, right, right. but, but it was still really, um, I thought cool, um, you know, to, to hear just how he, he kind of geeked out a little bit. And, and that was, uh, I think how anybody who's a wrestling fan would feel. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that, that was really good. We kind of mentioned a bunch of the other stuff, you know, uh, JR, you know, definitely had a, uh, had, had an interesting, you know, great, great. He roasted a few people, man. Roasted that was just, people. I mean, that was, that, that was, was fun. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that was in his original plan, you know, I mean, like, like Sam, Sam said, he didn't have a written script, but I'm sure he had a plan in his head. Somebody yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. always has a plan. I don't know if the roast was originally in his plan or if it was, you know, the crown Royal or whatever, but they, I, I <laughs> d- d- double crowns from what I heard from the bartender there. Yeah. That, 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 is, that was my understanding. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, man, he, I mean, it was, yeah. it was fun. It was good. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, funny, uh, in, you know, inspirational at times, emotional at times. I mean, he kind of hit all the chords there. I mean, it, it, was, yeah. it was really great to hear from you. He might want to consider talking for a living. Yeah, no. Yeah. You, you think maybe, right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I thought it was neat that he wasn't just on, right. You know, he was yeah. telling stories from the heart and, and, yes. and stuff that was, um, that you could tell he was, you know, not playing a character there. He was being Jim Ross. Being so Jim I, thought, Ross, I thought, yeah. thought that was neat. Yeah, and I think yeah, as you mentioned before, like the whole call to action is like, you know, we should, you know, this place is great. We need to be supporting this place. You know, this is it's it's you know the it's the representation of pro wrestling. You know, the history of pro wrestling, which is you know a lot of what you know our mission is with with the Legends of Wrestling game, and this is you know the, the site, the physical site for it. You know, and 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 honoring all the great people that contribute to it. So, yeah, I think yeah, he's absolutely right. You know, I think every, you know just get more, you know, get more support. And, and as they kind of mentioned last year and then this year, bring a friend. So, you know, next year, you know, try to come with it. If you were there this year, bring someone else, inspire someone else to come out there. It's a really, really fun weekend. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was a shame Dan Spivey didn't make it to yeah. accept his award, but I thought, you know, Brian Blair did a nice job, yeah. um, you know, stepping in for him. Um, you know, Dick Bourne. I don't think I mentioned his name actually. Um, but Dick Bourne's the the Melby Award winner. You know, right, he, right. he was he was he was fantastic. Um, you know, Mike Rotunda's speech was great. He told the story, uh, you know, about how he got started, which was he was fa- discovered by the Destroyer, right? Um, you know, for because uh, the Destroyer wrestled in Syracuse too, I guess. So yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Uh, and uh, you know, so that was a neat story about how he got started. Um, you know, I, I'm sure. The boys over at Uncharted Territories will be telling that one. I, I have to believe Tim Dalton will regale so. everyone with that story. So check that out that uh, uh, that podcast. Um, and you know, and then you had Jr. and then Trish. You know, stratified everybody. I guess <laughs> that she did. That she did. Um, but yeah, overall, just you know, great time there. Um, you know, kind of closed down things there, and I think everybody for the most part had to back over to the hotel and kind of party back in the bar. We had a you know, good crew of everybody there, all the IPW crew, a lot of the legends hanging out uh, and everybody just kind of having a good time, just kind of closing down the last night. Big picture with the boom box. Big picture with the boom box, taking flat back bumps uh, on the floor there. That was, that was a sight to be told seeing there for sure. <laughs> oh. uh, and then Thunder, hey, no, we did one bro. The guy we didn't mention was Thunderbolt Patterson. Uh, you know, oh, T-Bolt. Uh, T-Bolt. He was all, ever present all ever weekend. Ever present all weekend. Uh, and that guy, uh, he amazes me how he just, he's just always up for doing whatever's going on. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. He. I got to got to share a little time with him later on, and yeah, he, he did the opening prayer for the uh, for the banquet as well, which was which was great. Uh, I think he was involved the next morning with the they do a service on Sunday morning at at the hall too. So, uh, yep. which was really nice. So. Uh, but yeah, that kind of, I think that kind of ended the whole weekend there. And then I think, you know, next morning you were on the road, uh, back doing the long trip in one day, uh, yeah, later than I wanted, I'm later than you wanted. Um, <laughs> uh, as I, Sam mentioned, uh, Sam and I kind of went over to the hall, uh, kind of helped kind of put some things back together there, bring some chairs back over to the convention center. Um, um, I also got to you know, check out the elusive basement of the, uh, the hall which was pretty neat to see too some really cool stuff down there too they need a bigger hall they need a bigger hall that needs to that needs to be seen i'll just say that 100 percent. yeah no it's yeah there's some wonderful wonderful artifacts they have there i think one of the things that we were just all blown away was uh there's a signed picture of luthez with bob hope that's signed by bob hope you know, to him there, which was like, how is this not, you know, prominent up, up there, you know? It, it, yeah. It's among other things, right? Among, that among other that things. Was that was certainly one of them. One of, I yeah. think that you would expect should be somewhere. Right. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully in the future they'll, they'll, they'll get through that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, after that point, I kind of made the trip back with Sam back to Chicago and definitely not as energetic as the way going to Iowa <laughs> Uh, making our way back, but uh, we survived. We did a quick drive by the Field of Dreams just to check that out very briefly. Uh, very cool to do if you're going to be in the area. We yeah, did that we, we spent a lot of time. We just kind of we saw it briefly. We kind of moved on. So hopefully next time, you know, we're a bigger group, uh, be able to see more of that. But yeah, definitely, definitely do stop by uh, if you are are, are driving out that way. Um, and then yeah, did my did my flight back? I think I got back home a little after one a.m. I think you, I still beat you back uh, to home though. So you did, <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did. Yeah, we rolled in a little after two a.m. It was like two or five. Yeah, but a long, long Sunday back there. But yeah, definitely well worth uh, well worth the time for sure. So and one one person did we chat? Did, did we talk about James Beard? I think Sam did earlier. Sam did earlier. Yes, okay, because yes. James James Beard is oh, he told that's right. He told the Carrie Von Eric story. That that was yeah. James Beard's a guy, a great guy to hang out with. So. Yeah, he was he was around all weekend, and yeah, he very very accessible, super nice guy. Um, yeah, no, he he was. Great. I'm, I'm I'm sure we forgot somebody because there are just so many great people that I, I'm I'm like I'm I'm actually as we're wrapping up this podcast, like flipping through my my phone trying to see if I have pictures with anybody that I'm like, Oh, we forgot to talk about them. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Just, I mean, I mean, also just, yeah, I say, I mean, we brief, briefly mentioned them, but it was really cool getting to spend more time uh, with, uh, uh, with Tim and Corey throughout the weekend too. You know, I spent a lot of time talking with Corey and, you know, learning about more stuff with his family and everything there. I mean, what, I mean, what a, what a great guy, you know, just getting to you know, to spend some, some time with him. Uh, Tim, maybe not so much a nice guy, but you know, that's all right. We, we still love Tim. Uh, <laughs> gotta give, just stick around for one more time. Just give stick him, around for one more chance. Come on, one more. One more <laughs> but uh, you know, no, it was great to, to hang out with those three guys, Chad, you know, the three, three quarters of the uncharted territories uh, group. Um, it was great to hang out with all the other uh, Phil Singer Games fans who showed up. I mean, it was just it was just a fun time. Um, I'm glad uh, that I got to 
do it for the second time. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, I plan on doing it again. So very good. Very good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Depending on what happens next year, if I'm able to make it out there, I, I know I know I will be back. I don't know for sure. Yeah, depending on what you know we're doing with everything Galacticon related, uh, we'll see there uh, for next year. I know there's definitely talks of different you know, throughout both weekends, some different you know, ideas for different Galacticons in the next couple of years. So you know we'll we'll see what happens with that. Well, you know we gotta you know put our you know heads together and kind of figure out what the best plan of action. Is. Well, well, you know I. I just on that topic very briefly, you know, like I love the ideas I do, and they're all good ideas, but at the end of the day, you and I have to figure out a way to make it all work. Right. Exactly. It's on us to make it work. So, yeah. so, so we got to kind of think of logistics sometimes. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see. But For all those people who wonder why it's not in your hometown. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I saw the, the, the threads there, like, oh, it should be here. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's where you live. Of course, that's where you want it. That's where you want it. But, you know, it's not where we live. So. Right. Exactly. I, I've never I've never had it in my hometown. You know, and that's I'm, true. I'm the, well, I've, yeah. I've technically never had it in my hometown, but, you know, it's been close enough. It's been very close. It's been, yeah, it's been down the street from your office there. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's my office, not where I live. Not it's where you it's live. 20 this minutes away. You know, come this on. is fair. This, this is, is fair. fair. Yeah. So, but uh, I mean, it's, I mean, Tom had it in his backyard. Let's, let's be honest, literally in his backyard. Literally so in his backyard. Like, that's, that's the, that's the record for closest Galacticon. Yeah, this is very true. This is very true. So. But, uh, but yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll figure all that out some point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things we're figuring out right now. You know, we're still, uh, you know, still getting out all the mailings and stuff, you know, being away those couple of weeks, uh, you know, there was, you know, we did announce at Galacticon, there was a transition with all the distribution as well. Uh, so we're still working out some of that and kind of everything else that's going on behind the scenes at this point. Uh, so, but we, we'll be back up and running soon and, uh, you know, we're well underway with all the new upcoming stuff we got in the second half of the year. So some exciting things and uh, some exciting things for the future too. So there you go. <laughs> you know, we're not, we don't have Sam here to wrap it up. So no, uh, we, we don't. Yeah. Know. We don't know how to do this on our own. It's, it's, it's difficult. I, I, I'll just say, you know, uh, shout out to uh, not uh, Stu. I'm not taking your gimmick here, but shout out to our friend in Denmark. Yes. Jared, I hope you're, you're feeling better. I hope you had a reasonable flight back to Denmark. Um, you know, again, great to see everybody at the TNT. Um, induction weekend uh great to see everybody i saw virtually at galacticon um you know ho- hopefully next year i'll see more of you and and in person yeah. and uh you know hopefully everybody's enjoying the new games we didn't really talk about them too much but i'm sure we'll do that in future oh, we'll, we'll do that in due time for sure yeah yeah but yeah, no, yeah, overall, you know, just thank you for everybody that helped contribute to making uh, both those weekends such a such a great time. Um, you know, and just you know, ha- just see having everybody together, uh, you know, just with, within the within the Phil Singer Games family, it definitely felt like a like a family those two weekends and getting to see everybody and hang out with everybody. That to me, that's the highlight. You know, so many cool activities and stuff we got to do, but just getting to to be with all the people, I think for sure, is the highlight. So, well. Unless, do you have anything else, Mike, at this point? Well, I got to shout out all the fellow podcast providers who I don't have the list in front of me. Sam always has the list. Yeah, Sam always does you know, that. I don't want, I'm, I'm going to leave somebody out. So I'm just going to say, you all know who you are. We'll give you a shout out next time. Like, but, you know, 
Right, I mean, you got, or do you want to try and actually? Let's see what we got through. Obviously, uncharted, uncharted territory. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Brock and Mike, who we got to see at Galacticon. Well, we got uh, Brock. And yeah. then we got Brock and Mike, right? Yeah. Brockster yeah. builds, and Brockster then, builds, and then Brock right. and Mike. Uh, you got to see little bits of Brock. Obviously, you know he had to occupy with the kids. Uh, there was an interesting story where. What's uh, that like? Was that? What's that like? Having the kids, the kids there, yeah, you know yeah, about that, know. yeah. Well, you don't have as little kids as that. You don't have a. You don't have a. Uh, you know, was a. Uh, one and a half year old uh, taking your phone and putting it in the microwave. Uh, that didn't happen to you uh, that weekend. No, it's true. I, I think I think the Joey probably was two the first time we took him. So yeah, he 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 had moved on from that two. He three moved years on from that. So, that's, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah. Hope everything's going good with uh, Rock and Diana right now. I know there's some rough points during the weekend there, but it was great to see them uh, for the, that that weekend, and really yeah, good to see everybody else there. Um, you know, and uh, you know, whether in person or online, I've got Lee Long, we got Lee, we got Lee, right? The Dizzy, the Dizzy, Dizzy Dice, Dice podcast, podcast. Yep. we yeah, got he, Grant with, with Solo Promoter, we got yep. uh, who else we got? I'm, 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 I told you I was gonna miss somebody, you're gonna, we're gonna miss somebody, but now I think, I think we got, I think we've got the highlights there, but um, and um, yeah, so. We'll be back next week. Uh, Sam's got a lot of uh, audio he captured during uh, Galacticon. He's going to mix together, you know, some interviews, some different promoters, uh, some uh, match clips and stuff like that. So that'll kind of bring, uh, bring us kind of through the next couple of weeks. We'll intersperse some that. Obviously the James uh, Mitchell interview, the uh, talk with Tom as well. We'll share a lot of that. Uh, We'll be back in probably in a few weeks. Uh, We'll, we'll start up with uh, teasers for the fall releases. Um, and uh but not next week not next week no we gotta take a couple weeks off we're trying to get trying to get ourselves back in order here but yeah probably i'd say mid-august we'll start up the fall teaser season and then kind of lead from that right into the holiday season we'll have more information on our our uh, fall virtual convention as well uh, we already have some plans going on for that um and then we'll be back next week with another episode of roll up so until then take care of each other and take care of yourself Episode 69. And with that, I am back. Uh, I'm here just to add a quick little uh, bit onto the end of the episode. I wanted to thank Mike and Todd, of course, for soldiering on recording uh, without me giving you some more roll-up goodness. Um, And I just wanted to give a big thank you to Todd for all the work that he did over the past two weeks, in particular Galacticon. He was coming off of one of the busiest weeks that he had in his day job and still answering work emails all weekend long for Galacticon. Uh, and things still went, you know, off without a hitch. And uh, I know that the days in between Galacticon finishing up and the travel to Waterloo, he was working still um, for, for the day job as well as taking care of some Phil Singer game stuff. So he's always working. Uh, there's, there's always irons in the fire, and, and he contributes so much to uh, how we're able to enjoy this game and this community. Uh, Tireless is definitely a a word that I think uh, applies to the efforts that he brings to Phil Singer Games. So thank you so much, Todd, for everything that you've done uh, to make the past two weeks a rousing success for Phil Singer Games. And also a huge thank you to Mike Molesky. Mike, of course, was unable to be at Galacticon in person, um, but I know for a fact that all the work that he was 
putting in, in particular in that week in between, um, you know, with kind of getting all of the stock uh, organized now that he's taking over the shipping duties from Todd. Uh, things are, 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 are just as, you know, crazy as ever for him as well, uh, you know, with the day job and family, etc. cetera, um, just like with Todd. So, it, you know, again, it's just a testament to their efforts and to their commitment to Phil Singer Games, um, everything that they brought to the table and everything that Mike did, of course, for uh, for the Hall of Fame weekend as well. Um, you know, he was he was always working and yet does it in such an authentic and genuine manner. The connections he was making with people, the conversations he was having with people, and not even like trying to get people in the game. You know, I mean, we've already got Mike Rotunda and Blackjack Mulligan and Barry Windham, and you know, just the conversations so that he was having with like Mike and Steph Rotunda. I, I, I joked with him that they were his new best friends. Um, just seeing kind of those relationships that we're able to uh, establish with people, you know, not only as a game company, but uh, also as a community and, and, and as human beings and, and seeing the work that he did there uh, to do that was was really inspiring. And uh, I, I just had such a wonderful time being able to, to spend time with them in person, which is something that I had not had the opportunity to do before uh, this past weekend. So, um, you know, huge thank you to them. Huge, huge, huge thank you to Chad Olson. Uh, you know, Chad, uh, had told me beforehand that going into Hall of Fame weekend he was going to be really busy probably wouldn't have a lot of time to chat uh, but he still made time you know he made time and I got to spend a lot of quality time with him uh, and, and just see how much work and how much effort he's putting into the Hall of Fame weekend in particular um, and as we all know that there's been an extremely beneficial relationship for Phil Singer Games and for the game community uh, and will continue to be and the work that that Chad has put in and that he and you know his friend Troy who of course uh, promotes IPW the work that they have put in to ensure the Trago Synthes uh, Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame is not only a successful uh, weekend, uh, but, but a successful endeavor period um, is something that will bear fruit for Filsinger Games and, and our community for years to come. Uh, it really will. And, and I don't just mean that in terms of like, oh, we're going to get so-and-so in the game, and that's awesome. It goes beyond that. It deepens our relationship with the wrestling community. It deepens our relationship um, and, and, and recognition, quite frankly, for the good work that we're willing to do. So uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, again, inspired uh, by, by the work um, that he put in, uh, seeing all the, the help that, that you know, Corey uh, was able to provide. Uh, you know, in, in person, and, and and of course, just uh, getting to know him and, and spending time with him, and uh, having an opportunity to talk about you know everything not Phil Singer Games related with with Corey was a joy. Uh, getting to meet Tim Dalton in person and share some conversations with him, learn about the history of this community from somebody who's been there, you know, from from the beginning, and uh, uh, and, and just talk about um, you know the, the game and booking and stats and, and that sort of stuff was was a heck of a lot of fun. But also just getting to know the human being uh, was was enriching to say the least. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier, obviously, the conversations I was able to have with the faction in Iowa Oaks, uh, Jared and and Matt, respectively, uh, just awesome. Uh, really, really enjoyed that. And uh, um, and Barry Walsh, you know, uh, constant companion. Uh, it was it was great having him around. Uh, source of you know just uh, mountains of information, whether it's about wrestling action figures or books or anything 
anything in between. Um, it was it was a joy to uh, get to know him better in person as well, and and that goes for anybody. I apologize for leaving anybody out. I'm definitely operating at half capacity, but uh, I wanted to just add those comments before we got out of here, um, and I and I just wanted to thank everyone um, that I met at Galacticon as well. Uh, it was it was it was such a pleasure to be able to have like real face to face conversations, you know, with, with people like Pete Beck um, and and Thomas Keen and Troy and Raven and you know everyone was was so cool. Um, it was you know Billy. Uh, uh, there, there's so many so many names. Uh, Stephen. Uh, um, obviously, you know it's funny. Uh, Rob Bovian and I didn't chat much that weekend, and, uh, and at one point he just said, oh, "I get to talk to you whenever I want to." As some of these people I don't get to see very often, um, or, or, or ever. Uh, um, you know, Mike Fortune. Uh, it was it was just it was a great time uh, had by all, and I, I wanted to kind of reiterate something that I said earlier and didn't get to finish the thought necessarily, but uh, Kevin Butcher uh, gets a special shout out, you know, in addition to being so generous and, 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 and sharing the spoils, if you will, uh, from the charity auction with me, uh, he did something else that I, I just think takes uh, a lot of class and a lot of courage. Um, he, you know, he sat down uh, at the table and uh, the, the, that Todd and I were working at, and he just kind of looked at me and, and, uh, and said like, you know, do do you have something against me or is there, you know, is there an issue between us or something like that? And, you know, it kind of bowled me over because I, I just thought like, I don't have an issue with anybody. Uh, but I thought it, I just thought it was a really cool move. Um, you, you know, I think so often in this world and, you know, in all of our little communities that we exist in, whether it's, you know, a gaming community or a school community or a church community or whatever the case may be, there's, there's so much like, you know, passive aggressiveness and it's so easy to just kind of, you know, maybe think that someone feels a certain way about you and then just kind of act based off of that, but to be able to sit down and just have a real conversation with another human being about something like that is is, is so cool, and, and unfortunately, I don't think happens enough. And so, him sitting down and doing that sparked uh, a conversation that that lasted, you know, pretty much the entire day. Um, you know, he was sitting at the table for for quite a while. His son uh, uh, Matt came over. We had a great conversation, uh, the three of us, and and that, and that would continue at different points throughout the day. Whenever you know we would get together, and even into the next day, um, and. and and, and it was just, it was awesome. Um, needless to say, no, I have never had a problem with, with him or anyone in this community. I, I think it's such a fantastic community. And the conversation that he and I were able to have and, you know, the ability to kind of like uh, um, let all airs uh, fall by the wayside, not have to try to be like, you know, the mouthpiece for, for, for the game or anything like that and just have a real conversation with Kevin was um, was an experience I won't soon forget. And I really appreciate him for that. Um so that's it. That's it from Fed HQ. Uh, we are getting out of here. Um, I'm glad I was able to spend 20 minutes or so with the gang up front. I'm glad they were able to provide you with another jam-packed hour plus of content after that. And now here I am rambling for another, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. But uh, thank you all so much uh, for, for everything you've done for making this community the best in the galaxy and for uh, celebrating Filsinger Games and professional wrestling for two weekends in a row. Uh, I appreciate you all and I cannot wait to do it again next year. But in the meantime, we got a lot of great stuff coming up, so stay tuned for that. And of course, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Roll Up. Take care of yourselves, take care of one another, stay safe out there, and keep those dice rolling. In fact, I'm even going to say roll responsibly. I don't know what that means, 
But keep them rolling. Enjoy the game. Enjoy one another. And I'll talk to you again soon. Sixty-nine.